Good? Are we ready? Are we live? Are we recording? Are we? I don't know what's playing. <laughs> Fucking Tracy Lane, Bloodhound Gang. Oh, alright. Bloodhound Gang, are they, those are the guys that did that uh, that song that was real popular in the 90s. Nothing. Yeah, all their songs are great. That one I didn't like that much. I never really listened to any of their other songs. Uh, what's up, guys? Robin Slim Show. It is Wednesday, October 22nd, 2014. Yo. Just in case you didn't know what the year was. Yo, what's up? <laughs> I'm I'm canoeing here. Can I get another light? <laughs> oh man, Pete's trying to be a man. He's smoking like a cigar. He can't even get it the light right. You got a window open? Um, no, I don't have a window open. It's probably yeah, we'll smart open to that. open a window. We'll open the yeah. window behind us. What uh? What's going on, motherfuckers? Not much. Not much. Just uh, got back from uh, a week vacation. It feels where? really nice. Uh, I went to uh, PA. Uh, up what? in the mountains, just hung did, out with two of my friends. Park? We went near Hershey Park, but we didn't go to Hershey Park. Like they, they ah, like, so almost went to Hershey Park. They, it, we almost went. To, we went to the uh, Trogue Brewery. Uh, Trogue is, you know, it's a brewery, and yeah. that is like right across the street from Hershey. <laughs> like you can see the Ferris wheels and stuff like that. But That's you cool. know, we're all about the beer, fuck <clears> the chocolate. <throat> Trogue's was really cool though. It was a really nice place. Like I've been to a few breweries, and one of the. Uh, breweries I, I went to was this place called Victory Brewing, and that place sucked. It was like eating at a high school cafeteria. Yeah. But uh, this place, Trogues, was, it was just about as big as Victory, but it just had a better atmosphere. Um, they had like a great gift shop, great beers. The only issue was is they do like that gourmet food that's like $15 for like a chicken leg with just like little shit they put on it and it you you finish it in like two bites like it's so small it's not even really worth it and to me yeah the the, the gourmet chicken leg i got just tastes like a regular chicken leg and i spent 13 dollars for it for one was small yeah it was just one Nothing chicken else? leg uh two tacos it came with like these two bean tacos the bean tacos <coughs> yeah. were good but it's all just really small portions oh. and then there's just all this shit on the plate to make it look pretty like but, um, cloves and like clothes, yeah, like uh, they had uh, pomegranate, like little pomegranate beans, and then like nice. p- pickled squash. <sighs> yeah. And, and then they had, they had pumpkin <clears throat> guacamole just spread on the plate. Like I thought I was going to get like a little bowl of pumpkin guacamole. Guacamole. But it was just like a spread. You couldn't even really like get to any of it. I was like trying to dip my taco in it and I don't know. But uh, yeah, so I've been gone for a week, just came back, um, which is it, it's great because uh, I usually work an overnight job. So as soon as I took the vacation, I switched my sleep schedule and got onto like a normal person's sleep schedule. And it is such a big difference, man. I think our bodies are just not meant to do that overnight shit. Like having a normal sleep schedule, I just feel better, uh, more energized. Just bigger boners. Bigger boners. I still still getting tired around the time that I would usually go to bed, but it's still I don't know, man. The overnight shit kills me. I can get off that. Yeah. So what's up, Rob? How you been? Oh, uh, nothing. I'm just uh, I got a mute. I, I don't know. A muting will hey, fuck shit up. Hey, check this out. I got KFC. Listen uh, to that real quick. What's the KFC? I could just pull. Yeah. I could pull oh, you down. Five dollar bucket. Do you need to go back up though? Uh, in something? a moment. In a bow moment. All right. Tell yeah. Me no, I'm gonna play this. Your volume's all the way down. Ready? Uh, yeah. Well, it's still the ad. Oh. Uh, I don't right. care. Well, let's talk way. about the ad. <laughs> Some KFC. Five dollar Phillips, KFC. I have to agree. At least you got a whole foot of it, though. What's the f- No chips, no drink? I know that would have been extra. Oh, Sorry, shut buddy. the fuck up. No, you're not. Just want to hear about guacamole. With Dr. Guacamole. Steve Brule. Dr. Steve Brule. And his sushi. I love Steve Brule. Check it out. Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. 
I brought a real sushi lady in to make real sushi sandwiches for us. Sushi toilet. Hi. 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 What do we have here? The building blocks of sushi. Sushi meat, peaches, and guacamole. What's up? What's up? Wasabi. It's not that hard. Guacamole. Let other people from other countries talk to you. If you have peaches and it's just all peaches and cream all the time, it'd just be a dessert, you dungle. I love guacamole. It's my favorite. What's up? He's eating the wasabi. Calling it guacamole. It was really hot guacamole. What is that from? Holy guacamole! That's uh, John C. Riley. He does this character, Doctor Steve Brule, on uh, the Tim and Eric show. And oh that, yeah, and yeah, Tim and his, Eric. He's got his own show called Check It Out with Doctor Steve Brule. No, me and him. I got the DVD. Me and me and Slim actually saw uh, Tim and Eric live. They, yeah, they did that. Remember they came out with those uh, fat suits on, and they're yeah. like diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, they're fucking funny. Check this out. When I went to the Chokes Brewery, check it I, got, out. I got my uh, a stoneware mug. I've never had a stoneware mug before. It was like 40. No, it was, I think, oh. 25. I think oh, it was 25. But I bought like a t-shirt too, so my, I spent $42 in the yeah. gift shop because the t-shirt was like 20. This is like Sweet 20. mug. 25. It is, man. It's got the Java head, well head on it. I saw for like $8, you can get sweet um, Avengers mugs. Dude, I had a whole set. Fucking awesome! I had a whole set of marble glasses. Yes, whatever the fucking whatever coffee mug you drink out of, they have travel ones too. I had this whole set. I had like five marble glasses, like Captain America, Iron Man, Hulk, Spider Man, Wolverine. The only one I have left is Spider Man. I don't know. People fucking break them and they don't tell me. The glasses I had as a kid, they were all like uh, the fast food places used to give out glasses, and I had like all the McDonald's ones, and I think all I had left was a grimace after a while. Grimace. <laughs> yeah, when people break like nice glasses, they don't tell you, man. Like if they just break a glass, they're like, "Oh fuck, I broke a glass." But if they broke one of your good glasses, they're like, "That was nothing. Don't. It's, it's nothing. I got it. I got it." They clean it up real never quick, had and that. you never know. I've had, dude. I'm missing maybe three of my good beer glasses. Nobody knows what happened to them. I'm missing like a whiskey glass that I had. Nobody knows what happened to it. And three or four of my Marvel glasses where I was just. Informed over the weekend when I was hanging out with my friends Jay and Lindsay that Lindsay had told me that during my birthday last year she broke my Incredible Hulk glass and nice. I didn't know. What they so. should have did is just hide it around places in the house. We did that once to my one friend Brian. <laughs> we would just hide shit. We would hide food wrappers under the cushions of the couch. I remember one time uh, my friend Melissa took down like the fucking senior, his senior picture that was in a frame and just put it in the oven. Just silly shit like that. Yeah, that's funny because, like, me, I never open my oven before I preheat it. Oh, so if you did oh, that see, to me, do. it would just catch on fire. Because we could keep, like, pans and shit <laughs> in there. But that would be even fucking funnier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What else did you do? Milk goats or? No, I mean, we went to, like, a couple little restaurants here and there. You know, it's nothing big for the most part. We just were into, like, uh, playing board games. So we played board games. We drank beer. And uh, that was pretty much it. Wasn't anything cool. I got too exciting when my buddy jay was it's riveting when my buddy yeah. <laughs> when my buddy jay was at work i was uh, just sitting masturbating with my friend Lindsay watching uh, masturbating she's obsessed with that my true life uh. from mtv 
You ever watch that? It's the famous no, thing in the I show. I don't watch I just, TV. But... I sat there the whole time just telling her, like, this is fake. When I do, it's not a that. Lot of that, oh, that reality TV, that's really a chick thing, you know? Like, yeah. I think it really so. really is. I don't know. I know O&A would find ones that they liked, like uh, 90 Day Fiance. They, they did a whole thing on and uh, the, my 500-pound uh, life. Oh yeah, really, yeah. Really fucking fat people. So yeah. there are, there some, are some that right. are good, yeah. But there's some that like open to your eyes to certain shit, but there's other ones that are just like completely mindless, completely brainless. Mm. Uh, oh, you know what's cool though? When I got to get to where I needed to go, I had to take the Greyhound in Philly. And what I do is I go to Atlantic City, I take the train from Atlantic City to Philly, and then I had to walk to get to this uh, Greyhound. And two blocks from the Greyhound, there was this place called the Market Terminal. I just went in there to look for directions, but I didn't want to leave because there was, it was one of those places where it was nothing but, like, food places all just set up in here. It smelled delicious. So I was like, oh, I just wish I could spend, like, an hour or two just eating here. That is not a riveting story. So what do you no, got? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done much. I've just been relaxing and whatever. I did talk to my kids yesterday, and uh, William told me that... His his friend in in class must have got up on his desk and was just jumping around making fart noises. He thought that was amazing, and it is. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, I was like, you you got to behave in school. But he told me he did good. He got in the green, so I'm like, that's good. And then uh, Ewan sounded so sad. I felt so bad for him. He's like, Daddy, I'm sick. But yes, ringworm, which is uh. It's not a parasite or anything. I you get it, it from uh, wrestling. It's a, it's a fungus. Wrestle, yeah. Wrestlers. It's actually very that. closely related to jock itch. Yeah, it's like a little Same. ring like on his yeah. leg or whatever. But the fucking... Like, I felt bad for it. You know, I'm like, well, dude, you got to wash your hands more and all that. And he bites his nails and all that. But the thing was that I guess her, you know, uh, their grandmother caught them, caught my all my three sons. You and William and Levi, he's the youngest Levi, he's like three years old now, caught them all in the bathroom, not only with their own toothbrushes, but with like everybody in the family's <laughs> toothbrushes, and they were all brushing the ringworm on, like, they, were, they thought it was funny <laughs> to just brush the spot on his leg that has the ringworm <laughs> with toothbrushes. That's amazing. How everybody's going to be washing their teeth with ringworm. Oh, they threw them all out, they, you know, yeah. they got all new toothbrushes, but they just, and it's fucking funny, but it's... It's crazy. Would have like, been fucked up if they didn't get caught, though, and they just I, put the two. Yeah, yeah. Back. I wondered, too, like, which one's idea that was, like, <laughs> to do that. Well, while he was gone, I had to I had to spend time, quality time, with this fucking cat right here. <laughs> and, uh, How was that? Oh, Jesus Christ, man. This cat. Want to sit? <laughs> this goddamn you. cat doesn't shut the fuck up, for no. one thing. Like, you'll be trying to sleep. It's like, <laughs> follows me around. Are you hungry? Yeah. Why don't you talk now? You can talk? Can you say? Oh, yeah, he can talk. Robin Slim. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, he tries. Um, talk. I'm trying. I try to take a tur I try to take a shit. <laughs> and fucking the ah. cat tries to follow me in the bathroom. Yeah, that is crazy. <laughs> Well, what I thought cat. was funny is I was just talking to my mom about it, and uh, she reminded me that I usually feed the cat at 7 o'clock in the morning because I get home from work so that none of us are here. Pete's asleep and loser doesn't wake up till like 10 or 11, so this fucking cat wants to eat at 7 o'clock, and Pete sleeps out in the living room. So the, <laughs> oh. cat, the cat is just on top of him, meowing and meowing and screaming at him until he gets I, some food. I heard Pete had a run-in with uh, who? Rock and Robin? Rock and Robin, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, no, no. 
I had no running with her. I heard. <laughs> you heard she was a running with the. She was. She wasn't that great of a person, right? She's kind of a bitch. Apparently, like. All right. This is what all my right. friend. To, this is what my friend told me that she had called the cops. I. I have no. I have nothing against her. Okay, <laughs> let me just. She's one of the nicest. Well, no. Let's hear. I've ever let's hear the life. story first. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently my friend said he was at like some one of those like horrible screamo shows, you know, a firehouse. Yeah, the and, firehouse. And, and where screamo. was it? In like Waretown. Waretown, New Jersey, and right? Apparently in Waretown. she had called the cops on the fi- on the firehouse. From she Belmar? just thought it was too <laughs> somewhere. She lives in Belmont. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's like an hour north. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I want to know like what happened. The cops showed up and they're like, "Hey yeah. guys, Rock no, no. and Robin told us you got to be quiet." They the just cops, the, the cops showed up and then and told them they had to stop the show. And then apparently the tip was that it was Rock and Robin from <laughs> from the wow. Rack. I don't <laughs> like, even was, know why. She doesn't even have a car. I don't know how she would have <laughs> got down here. Unless she was doing a gig at the or firehouse. At the fire, near the firehouse. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, most likely it it's, have been, uh, it's, it's probably bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't see it. <laughs> I, I, like I said, I take your word for it. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> and she lives in Belmar, like a block from the, could, the rat, so I don't know. No, he could even be thinking of someone else, you know? <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> Anybody can call up. I can call yeah. a firehouse right now and be like, yeah, this I'm is... I'm rocking Robin Lane. <laughs> yeah. Send some uh, cops over. These hooligans are loud. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, would she even, like, take... No, I, I, she doesn't strike me as the, the kind that would take the time to even give a fuck about something like that. You know? No. Like, and like I said, she's like the ni- one of the nicest people. Back, uh... Uh, back in the day, she had told me that uh, Opie from Opie and Anthony, she actually trained him in radio up in Rochester at, at a station she worked in up there and t- told me if I ever ran into him to uh, t- tell her, you know, tell him he she said hi and all that. And he was excited to hear about her and shit. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, she's a cool chick, man. Ooh, congratulations. Our video's on YouTube. All right. Oh, and some fuck stuff yeah. uploaded. Congratulations. Uh, what else we got? We got more stuff. I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah. Man, this canoed pretty badly. Canoed. Look at that. No. I hate a canoe. Robin Cano. I used, to, I used to have that issue all the time with cigars. Wait. I could never light them right, and they would always canoe you on know, you know, I never smoked cigars. You know what the worst part like is when cigars. you get a bum wrap, you know, when it doesn't, it just doesn't, like, it doesn't light. No it doesn't go all yeah, the way no through. Yeah, no air goes through. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Too tightly packed. You get that a lot, especially with the cheaper ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, RJ. Ah, it's burning nicely. It has a great flavor, but this canoeing's pissing me off. So because we're uh, we're doing this whole project, I had this revelation that I want to start focusing on improving my social skills and like my communication skills. I'm obviously I'm not gonna go to college for any of it or anything like that. Fuck that school's for pussies. Yeah. So, but I got like a bunch of I got a bunch of books on my Kindle and I've been reading through them. And the one that I have was really cool. And it's uh, this guy's a psychiatrist and. His big thing is, obviously, I can't do this for this show. It's not going to work. But uh, for going out and, like, talking to people, what he thinks you should do is instead of trying to be interesting, because a lot of people try to, you know, (coughs) tell everybody about what's going on in their life and how awesome they are, he says you should be interested in a person. Like, you should. It's the whole book. It's called Listen. And his whole thing is. So you want to be like Whoopi Goldberg's character in Star Trek The Next Generation. You just sit there and listen. Is that, is that what she does? She just yeah, sits there and listens? <laughs> but it is like an interesting concept. And I was thinking about it, and it's like, 
you know that already. Like everybody kind of knows. Like you have to listen, but it's so hard because it's always so tempting to like. I want to tell you about me. I now. got my own radio show. Me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's how I am. Like I'm, I'm on the internet, guys. I'm on the internet. So, I'm, so I'm gonna, is everybody. But I need to. I need to. Get, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I want to also. I realize that in order to improve on like uh, talking and having conversations, I have to go out more. Like I don't really go out at all. I. Uh, this is pretty much I work and I do this. And during the week, I don't ever go out. Every now and then, I'll go to the bar, but I don't socialize much. So I'm gonna kind of make it a point to go out and have more conversations and socialize with more people. And, of course, uh, later on tonight, we're going to have Samantha Rodman on who's going to help me with my dating site profile, which is also, like, that's, you know, to me, it's pushing forward and socializing, too, because hopefully I'll be getting girls to go out on dates with me and improve my social skills with that. But, um, but yeah, there's this other book I got from this guy, which I'm excited to read this. He never socialized with anybody was apparently really bad and then in high school he was diagnosed with uh asperger's Parkinson's. yeah what i'm starving <laughs> is, is got that, asperger's is that how you pronounce it or yeah who's yeah. cooking them <laughs> who's cooking the asperger's medium well but, but he said so he said what he did when he, found, when he found out he had asperger's he just went out and started studying communication got like all these books and managed to pretty much defeat the disease and the become fuck like is a asperger's? very social it's a form you know it's like a low it's like it's like a very mild form of autism, you know what I mean? Oh. Like, like, but instead of being, like, all, like, retarded and they can't, like, yeah. you know, they can't, like, talk to you. They they can't talk to you. It's just they just don't have any social skills. Normally, they're really smart, too. But that's pretty cool, though, and this kid was able to beat it, basically, by going out and studying and reading these books on socializing. He was able to overcome well, I mean, the disorder. I'm sure it's not an easy thing to live with, you know? Hmm. Yeah, I guess. For this guy, it is. He rules. <laughs> What's happening? Sorry, guys. I'm like preoccupied with this Wait, cigar. Right cigar. You're like a real <laughs> only real men smoke cigars. No, I just like to have a good cigar once in a while. You yeah, know? I haven't had one in a while. I'm I'm a fan of uh, cigar smoking. It's been a while since I've had a good cigar. They're just they are expensive. You know, they like, are a decent cigar can run you from eight dollars to. 2015 that's a, that's a lot for something that's only going to take take you under 10 minutes to smoke you know you can get a good one for like 4 bucks i mean it's not going to be the best cigar you've ever had but it's right. going to be what better about a philly blunt yeah yeah exactly philly <laughs> <laughs> blunt <laughs> philly blunts sponsor of the robin slim show uh, what's okay. happening in the Ebola news? Yeah, I don't know. I've I guess seen... this is what Obama said. <laughs> Let me stop that. People are just throwing up. Uh, yeah, well, well, that, that's a good. That's a good noise to have when you're for, talking about. For Ebola. God's sake, get a grip. That's I guess what Obama said. I, yeah, yeah I really? didn't like. Every time I, I go into the, pa the this paper, I'll. Uh, did I did, did, did Obama really story. say that? I, I guess. Dude. Or is this like one of those like let them eat cake kind of things where like you know? But, this one just says, keep calm and carry on. Blah, blah, blah. I got the camera on now if you want to look. Biden's son in shock, cocaine shocker. Dude, fucking Biden moves. <laughs> That's awesome. And a river's autopsy twist. Somebody said there was abuse or something. But I didn't read it. Joan Rivers. But this motherfucker rules. The bridge bozo. The bridge bozo. Look at that picture, dude. 
That's his feet up atop of Brooklyn Bridge. Crazy. <laughs> he just climbed it and fucking took pictures and tweeted him out, I think it said, right? Yeah, he was arrested for it too, though, right? Yeah. Which I think it's so stupid. Like, you, I feel like you just pat somebody on the back for that. Like, I understand yeah, that. that's cool. So like, if you did it, you know you could do it. You could survive. Like, what's the problem? Plus, couldn't it also be proven a point? Like, now they know, okay, we got to tighten security. If you Somebody just did that. We here. just did a story, like, a yeah. month or two ago with the guys that painted the fucking yeah. flags at the top of that bridge. And so now they were supposed to have beefed security up. Yeah, and I, I just think they shouldn't and arrest the guy. you think would have, you know? Like, apparently they, they, did, they did, and it didn't work which very well. a guy in a booth. But you don't ar- you don't arrest somebody like that. You you know you commend them because like that's just like hiring a, a hacker who you're trying to figure out what all the security holes are in your system. So you actually pay people to do stuff like that. So his pictures are you know, awesome. He's doing man. it for free. Yeah, I saw the <laughs> one where he's walking and he could lo- he's looking down at all the people underneath. Yeah, him. that's that really cool. cool. Uh, he's Russian. We tried reaching out yeah. on Twitter, but I don't think he got back to us. No, not not yet. I, I messaged him on Facebook too. Took a video of the climb, blah, blah, blah. It was beautiful, he said, after sharing the photos with the Daily News. And the case was resolved last week after he pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor that prohibits him from climbing on structures. He also had, what was it, the Grand, the Grand Canyon? A picture yeah, he had a cool of, picture. Uh, yeah. I think he was doing a handstand on the glass because there's like a glass fucking like floor that goes out over the Grand Canyon. He was doing a handstand on that, I think. There was another one, too. He was climbing something real big. You got to be like, you got to have a lot of balls to do mm. something like that just to... Just to climb, because he's not using any, like, serious equipment or anything. He says, in Russia, this is a normal thing to do. Uh, I was a little bit scared, but it was my last day in New York. I wanted to save the memories of my trip and take some cool pictures. Well, there was a kid that, uh, you know that radio tower right down the street from here? Right. There's some kid that climbed up on top of that radio tower and took pictures all around. How are you not, like, frightened? Especially because, like, they're probably not using equipment I don't any like climbing a little fucking ladder, bro. Right? But that's cool if somebody could do that shit. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, that is pretty badass. I thought about doing it myself, but yeah. the repercussions are just not worth it, well, you know? You know, you got to take risks, man. You should do it. Let's, uh, our next radio bit. We'll we're have to climb the Pete. roof. <laughs> yeah. It's a ladder out back. What about that drug for him? Oh, yeah. What is that? I don't even know what it is. You're going to go to Pylands later from 6 to 8. They're doing a drug form. A drug form or drum form? Drug. Oh, okay. I guess, you know... Let's go there and ask what kind of drugs they're giving out. (laughs) And how much we can get. I I just don't think it will work because we went there. So everybody's going to recognize you. Any of the teachers that we uh, went to school with are there. Yeah, I don't want to read this, but I I guess it's just saying how hard it is for the fucking Ebola to spread. Don't you think Mr. Penn, your video productions guy, that was Penn, right? I think so. I don't or remember. Was don't you think ago. he'd be happy for you that you're making a podcast? He wasn't my video productions guy, though. It was like Miss Morale. Nobody gives a shit. Ooh, what, are, what are we doing? If he has drugs to give us. If he has drugs to give us. Let's go. Go. go you might go have Pete. drugs to give you. Pete, go get some drugs. Opiates. I'm going to be like, where's Mr. Peters? Uh, I need some drugs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the past like, couple of years, was there like three or four teachers that were arrested for uh, possession? There was, there was two. Two? There was two. Who was it? It was... I think it was that Mr. Peters, Peters and Tulo. And Tulo. <laughs> oh, man. Didn't we have a story and, and some guy knew, with that last name? I knew Tulo. He was a funny oh, that was guy. That was the guy who shot up the parliament in oh, Canada. Oh, right, right. We were just watching he had that a on the silly news. last name. Oh, it was like Bebo. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it Wasn't was that Bebo. the thing that like recorded TV for you? <laughs> T-Bow. Back in the, uh, yeah, Tebow, Tebow, Tebow. T-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-
thing was like $200. I'm like, first of all, how's that clearance price? And do people still use TiVo? I don't think anybody uses You can get that in your, like, your, sat, your cable box or Yeah, just box, your regular, yeah. regular fucking thing. DVR. DVR it. Who's our for interviews tonight? We got Peter Mayhit. I think is his name. He's an entrepreneur. He is. Like, he's, he's got, got the killer, killer business, business plan. plan. Yep. Uh, we got the Messiah on at 8 o'clock. This fucking lady, she's the Messiah. It's Jesus Christ. Guys, you have talk. to call in to talk to the <clears throat> Messiah. I'm sure everybody has questions um, for the Messiah. I'm going to actually put that on Facebook right now. I'm going to say... We're going to be talking to the Messiah. What time is it? 8 o'clock? 8 o'clock. She's on at 8? The Messiah. Talking to the Messiah. Eastern at time. At 8. And uh, then we got this lady, Rachel. Rachel seems, she seems like she's going to be pretty cool. She seems cool. Then we got uh, Dr. Samantha Rodman. And right, then we, we got Robin, the whale me. lady. The whale lady. The, blew us off last week. It's not a whale lady. It's an orca lady. All right. Let's, uh, let's get this right. The whale broad. I like this news story I found where this kid apparently, um, I guess he was drunk or something. He was on a bus and he thought it would be funny to give a cop a wet willy. So he snuck up behind the cop and uh, licked both of his fingers and stuck him in both of his ears. And he's getting like, uh, what were the charges again? Wait, he gave a cop a wet willy? He gave a cop a wet willy. You gotta yep. be fucking stupid, man. <laughs> it's amazing. Did he get beat up? You gotta have balls, but you gotta be fucking stupid at the same time. Yeah. My internet's being slow. It's not going up. I know he got... Yeah, it's been slow. <laughs> The slow ride. It was like some heavy charges he got, slow like jam. A, assault, like big assault charges, like fifth degree assault or something like that. Oh, here it is. Uh, uh... <coughs> no, it's not going up. What the fuck? He says he's incredibly sorry for what he did. Uh... No, he's not. He okay, it, it says. He got fourth degree assault uh, of an on-duty police officer. Uh, gross misdemeanor unless uh, bodily fluid or feces is involved. Uh, that's the case. Charges bumped up to a felony with a maximum penalty up to three years in prison. Damn. You gotta For a wet willy, man? Come on. That wasn't the right you thing. You got to think reading. that the cops are kind of like out to get some stupid okay, this shit is... like that because of how much like shit they have to go through right now, you know? Yeah, but I mean, uh, you know, I don't know. I guess I could understand that you might get, like, a disease if somebody's putting their fucking spit in your ear, but it's just, like, it's a silly thing. Get over it. It says uh, he was, was charged Monday with fourth-degree assault on a peace officer involving bodily fluid, which is a felony, and a fifth-degree assault and disruptive intoxication. Uh, disruptive intoxication? Yeah, it, it, says, <laughs> it says, though, he quickly agreed to a plea deal, pleading guilty to a lesser charge of just disruptive intoxication which is just a misdemeanor but now i don't know that's that's a rough charge fifth degree assault for sticking your fingers in somebody's ear and going ah, what about really? <laughs> yeah that's probably a rape charge what if you were just behind them online and just grabbed their gun you know they always have that in the fucking in their belt what if you just grabbed their gun and like shook it a little bit i think that's a big Sam charge Pepper. too probably that would be cool <laughs> That's what we should send Pete out to do for the show. Yeah, Pete, go. There's cops right now at, at, wah, wah. at Thailand. They're yeah. doing a drug thing. Drug so. seminar. Yeah, that ain't worth it. No, uh, why well, not? There's only one way to find <laughs> out. <laughs> for the show. Yeah, uh, <laughs> all right, I think, uh, you know, it's 6 o'clock. We just bullshit it for 30 minutes. So I think we're going to take a break. And uh, we'll, we will be back in probably like 10 minutes. Probably. Let me uh, get some, some radio on. Alright, what's up guys? Robin Slim Show. We are back. 
And uh, I guess we're going to take a look at this list. What is this, Rob? Does it say? Yeah, I got to start uh, reading. Sideshow. <laughs> it's the twenty. And... It's the twenty creepy vintage photos of uh, sideshow performers. Yeah. Uh, the first one is Pip and Flip. Yeah, <laughs> if you scroll down, probably is, is that all it says for that one, though? I think so. Oh, shit. Hold on. I got to bring this over to my screen so I can switch over and show the people. Some of them say more. I, yeah, that I, I don't know. It's dudes in fucking dresses. I I don't know what the fuck. Oh, uh, yeah. It just says uh, oh, so, oh, some yeah. of these images may be slightly disturbing. I, I, I don't know what was so cool about this. I don't know. Pete, what do you think about it? They're just too... Looks like two guys gentlemen in, in dresses. So yeah, I, I well, that's what, that's what they used to do with those the pinhead. Those pinhead uh, disease. They used to dress them up like girls and they'd shave their heads. What What it's is pinhead disease? disease? It's basically uh, microcephaly. It's where what is microcephaly? Right. Well, they're, <laughs> all right, they're born. They're born with like regular brains, but their skull doesn't grow. And then the skull because because so the brain starts like. As the brain the, the skull as the brain starts to grow, the skull doesn't grow and it crushes the brain down and makes them go retarded. Oh, oh so they're retards in dresses. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Could have cool. just said that. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I'm just saying. Like, I know, I know. I'm just fucking with you. They're just like, you know, it's kind of sick how they used to. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> All right, what do we got here? Sideshow. This fucking Can't ad is gonna kill me. Boxers. This... One guy's abnormally tall, and the other guy's extremely fat. Well, I, I thought there was like a bigger uh, the, yeah. description. It just says side. Some side of them do. Boxer. Yeah, that's it. I guess there's just there's one really tall man so... who looks like he's wearing some shorty shorts, and uh, who wears short shorts? Uh, and some big fat guy. The old freak show. All right, let's see. <laughs> the bearded woman. Is that a real bearded lady? She's sexy. Yeah, yeah, I like her. No, she actually looks like it looks. It just looks like a dude, a very skinny dude. Like there's no feminine qualities in her face yeah. at all. <laughs> Would you fuck it? No, no. <laughs> I, I mean, it's got a nice body. Come it's on, like, yeah, it's got a down nice body. ass up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you put a paper bag over the head. You know, let me switch so people can see this. What is uh, I? If thought you, you think did that. if you, I, I keep going back and forth when we start talking, I, I switch and because you know sometimes they want to see us no, speak. They don't. But I uh, so if you want to fuck this chick, call uh, six zero nine eight nine one eight eight nine six, and we can hook you up with the bearded lady. If you're into carnies. If you're into carnies, or not Who really, isn't? not really that we're gonna hook you up with this, but I want to know if you ever fucked a bearded woman. Please call our show and tell us how it went. Um, all right, let's see what. Maybe Spaz fucked a bearded woman. What the, the fuck is this? Man, the Pierce fucking man. Rules. Fucking nails through his face. They have those guys that can do shit like that, and apparently they don't feel anything yeah. when they do it. Yeah, yeah they could, same with the sword swallowers. Fucking, that's that's sexy. It's got to do damage to your skin and stuff, though, I would think. Like, it, I don't know. I guess. I don't think they but care. I, They're but fucking I, but I've seen I've seen some of them do it where they don't even bleed. Like they'll pull it yeah. out. There's like an old way. trick to do it where they can mm. miss like all the veins and nerves. Yeah, and there is like a fucking trick to it. So it's like you, you would have to practice a lot. I guess uh, you fuck up like the first time you're doing it and just end up killing yourself. It's bleeding out. That's awesome. Tattooed woman. <laughs> 
I mean, back I guess then, we're back in the back day, Back then, too, that yeah. was very shocking, yeah. yeah. Nowadays, like, you see these hipster chicks walking around looking like that. It's, it's got, like, Americana <laughs> on there. Like, it's fucking great. <laughs> it's fucking great. Like, George like Washington. she could walk into yeah. a bar now. Hunter Cleavish and George Washington. I'm going to just know, rub could... my face on George Washington. This this <laughs> chick could walk in a bar now, and there'd be tens of guys hitting on her without even She's good looking. thinking about it. It's a good-looking chick. Yeah. For that's all it took back then to be a freak show, is to just get all tattooed up and automatically yeah. you're a freak show. Like, she's perfectly normal. She's joining all these people who actually have real deformities. And she's like, I just got tattooed. Yeah, she probably did freak. that on purpose. <laughs> all right, what do we got? Ah, the this guy's skeleton. cool. The living skeleton, Isaac W. Sprague. Oh, my God, he's fucking cute. Is that, are you sure that's not one of your old high school pictures? Yeah. <laughs> it might be. Oh, my God. Imagine that was your fucking body. <laughs> Holy Christ. I wonder what you sound, if you make all those like fucking bone sounds, like you sound like a skeleton <laughs> from a shitty video game or something. That guy just looks like he's wasting away. <laughs> yeah. I know I am just watching him. How? <laughs> I'm just trying to comprehend it. Like he <laughs> does he eat at all? Does he like all his muscles have been eaten He's away? Probably got a disease or something, bro. They're just fucking. They're extorting it. <laughs> they're doing all the right things back then. He break really easily. Like oh, yeah. he just fucking moves. He breaks a bone. He couldn't fuck. <laughs> what hey, the fuck no. is that? He's just a woolly baby. Alice E. Doherty. What? <laughs> a fucking Sasquatch. She's got the same She's... problem as the bearded woman, it's only it's even a, worse. Probably a wig. She got fucking hair everywhere on her face. Yeah, her face looks like uh, like a dwarf from like a fantasy novel or something. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like an Ewok. Or something. An Ewok. <laughs> But she's got a nice, she's yeah, got a nice body. Yeah, I was just gonna say, too. Chewbacca. She's got a nice body yeah, too. You're really like, there's you not know. one of these slim one and fuck. You know that, bro. You gotta just. Uh, He's like, you know, let's... think about it, guys. You don't really gotta look at her. You could just bury your head into her beard. I mean, you, you could just, just yeah, or no, behind. Like you could just pretend it's long hair. Yeah, there yeah you go. exactly. I think the beard stinks. And that's a yeah. no, no. <laughs> I got bugs in guys, it. Guys, that's a well-groomed Food. beard. Like, look at it. It's it's got little waves in it. It's all yeah for the show, and... for the picture, not every fucking day. <laughs> she just gets shit it's stuck that in it all the time. Syndrome. <laughs> the curtains match the drapes. Yeah, <laughs> her, her pubic hair is very very long. It's braided. Ah, <sighs> I like that one. <laughs> oh, he's just a, he's an albino. Unzi the albino. He's cool. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I love his hair. His hair's fucking awesome. Have a beer with this guy. Hat. <laughs> he's probably like one of the ringleaders and shit. He's what makes him like completely? What's an albino though? Don't they have like white skin and white yeah, eyes? Yeah. No, white skin, white hair, white blue, hair. Eyes. <clears throat> blue eyes. The blue eyes. Thought it was like pink eyes. Yeah, I always thought that's it was an like an old. That's an old myth, yeah. They're... His skin doesn't look that white, but I guess because it's an old school picture, you can't really tell. But oh yeah, he looks like a negro. He does. He does. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, it doesn't <laughs> look like like it's not the same color as his hair. Mm. You know what I mean? Or like his cuff. Like I would expect. I thought like albino was like this color white. But well, he probably had like pinkish skin, kind of. Yeah. Right. 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 Like he probably right. burns really. Or easily. I'm just an idiot, and you know that's as white as they get. It's the whitest you can be is an albino. I don't know the what this Sword is. Brothers. <laughs> I think he's like holding that barrel up with his mouth or something. Uh, and they're sitting on it. 
I don't know. I guess so. It's cool. what's, what's freaky about them, though? I guess they, they just have a talent. They're, like, well-dressed. I like their beards. They got those big, uh, not beards, I'm retarded, mustaches. Like a handlebar mustache. They got that nice handlebar mustache going. Yeah. Huh. All right. I like the one. The one that slims. Oh, uh, that's cool. Yeah, you got to scroll Yeah, down. that was in the, the what is it, uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not, that chicken. Chicken lived for 18 months with that head. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> That's fucking badass. Mike the Headless Chicken. Was the head still operating? Like, were the eyes moving in the head and shit? And he no, could open no, up the, his beak? I figured they not. They cut the head off and it just wouldn't die. It's, so not like they, a, yeah. it's not like one of those old cartoons. Where it's, Looks like they dried his head out, though. <laughs> like, There's one of these. I'm really wondering if Slim would. Oh, oh, that's adorable. The smallest person. 18 years old and weighed four pounds. Well, that's so... You still have those nowadays, too. Like, I was Midgets. watching uh, all that stuff on the, um, the MTV with my friend, and uh, they had this one show called uh, My 40-Year-Old Baby, and this one girl <laughs> was, like, a child. She was a toddler, but she was, like, eight, like older, like, 20 or something, and their, their bodies just never grow up. Yeah, They're yeah. Really weird looking, but, yeah, that still happens. <laughs> all right, what else we got here? Oh, the yeah! The legless acrobat. He's got Is flippers, bro. Yeah. He's got a family. He fucking knocked abroad up. He's got a kid with legs. Imagine you were that fucking kid. You could just be like, Dad, I have legs. You fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Kick him in the fucking gut and then run away. What are you going to do? Besides the not having the His legs. His family looks proud. Who yeah. would fuck the guy with the flipper legs? That chick. Yeah. That kind of looks like a dude. Yeah. <laughs> I think his flippers were all flapping around on yeah, him. Yeah, bro. <laughs> would you, you rubbed her in the fucking stomach. Would you fuck a girl that doesn't have legs? No. Just a torso? You wouldn't just fuck a torso? No. Would you fuck a torso? I don't know. That might be crossing the line a little you think, bit. You think would you fuck a girl who fucked that guy? <laughs> yeah, maybe. She's, maybe. Maybe she's into some crazy ass stuff, shit. Man. You don't she know. Might be, she yeah. might have learned a lot from that guy. He might be like a fucking sex god, you know? And just taught her all his tricks. And they have a kid. That's probably it. He just, those aren't even fucking, like, leg, leggings, leglets, or whatever they call them. They're probably just a couple of dicks. <laughs> yeah, it's probably right. one goes in the ace, one goes <laughs> in the mouth, and one in the twat. <laughs> That's old school. <laughs> That's how they did it back then. He looks like a well-put-together guy, besides yeah. having legs. Like, oh, yeah, he's fine. He looks... <laughs> Perfectly normal. He does. <laughs> like so if you just legs. if you just saw a picture of this guy yeah, with that cut off, you would never off. know. You would just be like, "Yeah, he's a he's a good put together guy." He's like a gentleman. Well, probably walks around <laughs> on his arms, you know. Probably it's like a little fucking skateboard thingy. They didn't have skateboards back then, but they fashioned something for him. <laughs> no, he's probably right. He was just walking around with his arms. Does that to be what it is? All right, we'll see. What else we got? Ah, uh, two two man. There's actually a girl like that now that's alive right it's now. It's a t-shirt. It looks like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. David like Hasselhoff. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Cool. Looks like part of that's sewn yeah. on. It's got fucking yeah, yeah, I saw the, uh, the, the, creepy the, stitch marks. Yep. She's Frankenstein. All right, and... Ah! <laughs> Four-legged lady. Four-legged lady. It's like toddler legs. Yeah, you wouldn't even. Legs. You would never believe that that was actually f connected to the same person. Like, might not be. She's just sitting on somebody, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's just she's sitting on a little girl. Oh, Back man, she, then, they they had to go a long way. They had to get dead babies for their fucking for their for act. Their, their act, yeah. 
Yeah, this could be false advertisement. You don't know. You just want to try to attract people, so they were like, let's just... Uh... Four-legged lady. <laughs> I don't know. Why didn't the other legs get as long as the others? The two in the middle. Come on. Come on. Well, I guess we'll never know if this is real or not, or if it was... Because well, it, it would are... be easy to fake stuff like that. There are right? frogs that are born... There's frogs? That they were finding like that. But, like, if that was the thing back then, to have, like, a freak show, and you couldn't find freaks, wouldn't you just make them? Or just lie to people. I mean, they yeah. have done that too. Yeah, 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 yeah that has yeah. been done. All right, like well, the really tall guys. Like you find out he's just a guy on stilts, right? Yeah, but I mean, they she could be real. I don't know. I'm with Rob, where I feel like the other legs would have grown the same length. No, not necessarily. Hmm. Why not? Just it's it's just a genetic def defect. Huh. All right, but it. You know, it could be fake, That's too. cool. I like him. He's Seven hands off. and feet deformities. <laughs> they uh, go down, yeah. I guess, so we can read. If it wants it's, to go down. Uh, there we go. <laughs> medical professors, professionals have... Uh, I'm going to close it when you're done reading it because I want to see his life. He's Dr. Zoidberg. <laughs> <laughs> lobster syndrome. That's fucking cool. Hey. His legs are all weird looking. Oh, yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah, They're I just closed the thing to see triple jointed it. and shit. Yeah. Nice. He's cool, man. I wouldn't mind having a claw like that. <laughs> like, it's neat. I hey, would. baby, check out my claw. Yeah. <laughs> Let me grab your tit with that. I wouldn't <laughs> want to be any of these fucking people. They all stink. <laughs> Elastic skin, is man, is cool. <laughs> That's got to be like cancer or something. They haven't even diagnosed. <laughs> yeah. He's like a superhero, all right? There you go! <laughs> the, the camel girl? Would you? No, I would not. Come on, she's already in the position for you. <laughs> Just knock that fucking thing over. I'd fuck the girls with the beards, but I don't know about the camel girl. But not girl. camel That's, girl. That might be pushing it. Nah, maybe camel girl before the bearded lady. You take the camel girl before the bearded lady? Flipper guy. If she can <laughs> put her, her knees the right way. You could just what? snap them. Yeah, do those legs, like, do they go just... Like, what? I don't know. They're like fucking <laughs> ostrich legs. They're like backwards, I yeah. guess, basically. That's how weird birds are. Just... <laughs> Someone like that, like, chasing after you. <laughs> Roar! That's a fucking mutant. <laughs> Real monsters do exist. Or once existed. There you go. The bird girl cuckoo. Looks like Larry King. Is she another one with that, that disease, right? With the head? Yeah, yeah, yeah like that guy thing. from a Die Antwerp. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a, I would never. It's a little guess. like uh, who's that comedian? Fucking that banged his uh, Asian daughter, his Asian adopted daughter. Oh yeah, uh, Woody Allen. Yeah, <laughs> looks like Woody Allen. <laughs> yeah, I would have never guessed it was a woman. In a bird costume. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's gorgeous. <laughs> bird girl or the uh, the camel girl? <laughs> Which one? Yeah, uh, I think I would do bird girl because camel Oof. girl is just like camel girl and a girl fucking head though. Yeah, that looks like a dude, man. Well, you put a bag on it as long as it's got the female parts and it's. How do you know? Female. Oh yeah, good it point. Might. It's a, you don't it know. Might not. Put, uh, it's got a fucking furry. Doesn't look like a woman jacket on. So. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, these people are good. Yeah, that's cool. What is human pincushion? You could just put shit through himself and he's alright. Yeah. That's kind of neat. It's got to go through the nipple. But again, he probably just has those techniques. Said, there's a technique. Yeah, that's yeah. the same thing as the other dude. Well, like yeah, David somewhat Blaine different. somewhat knows how to do that stuff, too. 
uh, David Copperfield could probably do it. Da- too. David Blaine, I, I saw an interview. He said the first time he did it with his hand, he said that it he had, it, it kind of rubbed up against the nerve, and his <laughs> hand was like numb for like a day. I would never risk doing something like that, man. It's just uh, I don't know. Like it didn't puncture the nerve; it just kind of touched it as right. it went in. Scary. No arms. Perform oh, huge feet. huge feet. Blackie huge feet. With no arms. Let me uh, close the thing so we can Blackie see. Blackie huge oh, feet. Oh, wow. Look at his Clown feet. Adorable. Holy fuck. Now that's got to be fake. <laughs> I think that's elephantitis. It's a real fucking thing. And then, like, it's people with no arms nowadays. Like, I don't know. We don't really. There's one at the, the DMV. You ever see that guy? Oh, yeah, yeah. that guy. He's fucking. You'd be. That's why. They, they don't have these anymore. They put them at the DMV. Like, they put them at the DMV. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's why they don't have sideshows anymore. Yeah, he's just got. He's missing one arm and he's, he's just got, got a, a flipper. flipper on yeah, there. buddy. <laughs> he's all rocked out. He's just got a hot wing for an arm. Yeah. <laughs> is that all of them? Or is it always like fucking. Yeah, that's. Yeah. That's all of them. All right. It's, uh. Uh, over here, that was good. Decent list. Where's that brony? Uh, I got it right here. Uh, Florida teen arrested for sex with toy horse in Walmart. <laughs> That's great. And they're calling him a brony, right? They're, brony they're, gone um, wild. <laughs> if you ever tried to imagine what happens in the aisle of a Walmart in Florida, this story <laughs> is probably confirming your darkest fears. Uh. Brooksville, Florida area teenager. Uh, Sheen John- Sean. Sean. Sheen yes. Sean. I never knew how to pronounce it. Sean Johnson. <laughs> I thought you were doing a course for this. I'm trying. Trying. No, you're not. Uh, yeah, no, I'm too lazy. <laughs> Sean, Sean Johnson was arrested after employees at Walmart witnessed him removing a toy horse from the shelf. Oh, I thought he brought his own in. That's even better. <laughs> Taking it to one of the store's beds for sale. Wait, they have beds? I guess so. Like a, uh, one of those big super Walmarts? Yeah. They probably have like a bed display set out. So he took the toy horse off the shelf, brought it over to the beds that they have for sale in the house or his apartment. Fuck that fucking horse. Where he used it to master. Fuck that horse in the ass. That's crazy. He took it to a bed. He really wasn't horsing around. Oh! <laughs> Mr. Ed, Mr. Ed is shaking his kinda, head. Kinda, oh. He kind of looks like James back in the day. <laughs> Loss prevention spotted him. Acting suspiciously in the store. By fucking a horse. Stuffed horse. <laughs> That's great. No needed. That's a great article. All of these guys are just going all out. Um, he looks happy. Completed his horse race, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I guess they let him finish. <laughs> and then uh, put the defiled toy back on the shelf, uh, taking off with a gallop before security <laughs> could apprehend him. Wait, is that an actual picture of him? I don't think Maybe so. Maybe he is a... You're only supposed no. to seem like you want to have sex with a toy horse, bro. Oh, they're just making the, uh, the those are, <laughs> that's a picture of the bronies. Uh, yeah, uh, Johnson is currently out on a fifteen hundred bond. Uh, He's made his uh, family proud. What I imagined to have sounded like his best sling blade voice. Oh, he's, he said when he was arrested, I did unmentionables to a stuffed animal. Shouldn't have done that. Just a horse. Unfortunately, it seems like it seems that the horse is going to have to be put down. Walmart deemed that the stuffed animal was contaminated. 
and uh, no longer suitable for sale. They had to recall all those. They just animals. put it back out on the shelf. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Should, They're shouldn't lying. have done that. Just a horse, poor little feller. Is that considered theft too? I guess because I'm assuming he had to like, or maybe he didn't put a hole in the horse. Maybe he just you know wrapped it around his dick. I just rubbed it up and probably down just his dick. jerked off with the horse over his hand. Is on. Is this like one of those college? Uh, That's good. What do they call hazing or something. Go to Walmart, get a stuffed horse, and fuck it on a bed. Should be. It should be just for high school. Just to get into high school, you should have to do that. <laughs> or to graduate. Mm. I heard they require that now. <laughs> oh, wow. It's 6.30. You want to take another break real quick? Yeah, I might as well. All right, guys. We're going to take another break, and we will be right back. Okay. All right, what's up, guys? Uh, Robinson Show, we are back. Um... Pete's taking one of his 40-minute shits. He just walked into the bathroom. So, what's the story behind this, Rob? It's fake. <laughs> I snoped it, and I figured it was fake, but it's still a fucking crazy, crazy fucking story. Man sentenced to death asked for a child for his last meal. What was it? Uh, Doug, Doug Stefaner? A cannibal pedophile sentenced to death in Texas asked this weekend as his last meal for a little boy. <laughs> man, that will be a man that will be executed by lethal injection next week, uh, filling his application stating that he wanted to enjoy a maximum of an eight-year-old child. He he also said he refused the child to be of Asian origin. He's got a he's got a picky taste buds. Yeah, he don't want that fucking scrawny Asian kid. The Department of Corrections is supposed to have accept all demands of any kind, so it may be that they are buying a corpse in a morgue to satisfy the desires of Doug Stefaner. Doug Stefaner was sentenced to death in 2008 for the rape and cannibalism of children in his neighborhood. So I guess he ate him after he fucking fucking filled them with all his goodness. Well, there's been like real marinating his fucking victims. His dinner. Weren't there real serial killers that did that? Wasn't yeah, Dom, there wasn't was. Dahmer a? Uh, wasn't he a cannibal? Yeah, the, the the guy they called him. He was from Germany. Kroll. He did that. He ate a four year old. Well, I like. Rob, nice. Did you did you look at the update? They say update. The prisoner no. has found a child for Doug Stefaner. Ooh, well, let's a, girl, a, a girl, girl in Africa. In does she have Ebola? Oh, wow, this is even better. There's an update <laughs> on a fake story. <laughs> look at this little creature. It's, look at its ears. It's got like fucking. Spockiest. Now what I was thinking is because it is a fake story that they bl they blacked out the guy's face, so that his tells eyes. his eyes. So that tells me that something... I've seen uh, on Snopes they had him without the yeah. Without the and I was just thinking that when the story had originally made it, maybe they they put a picture of the guy without him and he caught on to it and was like, "Dude, what the fuck are you guys doing?" Maybe tried to like sue him. I bet you he was only in jail for something stupid, like he like robbed pissing on a car. <laughs> Fucking wet willy and a cop. Rob the Walla or something. Yeah, now this poor motherfucker, everyone's gonna think he's like a cannibal. Yeah, there's a cannibal rapist again. This guy should just hang himself because his, Baby life, eater. his life is over now. Baby <laughs> raper. <laughs> Get out of my fucking store, you baby raper. But I was reading the Snopes and I actually liked what was on the Snopes because it uh, talks about um why this story can't be, be true and how they don't have to well, fulfill that request. See, yeah, I had heard that years ago that they didn't have to think they could turn down a last meal request, I thought, and so I just... 
I've never heard that they actually have to. Well, here's what it says. It says, the practice of allowing a uh, condemned prisoner to choose his final meal is merely a courtesy that has traditionally been extended to those about to be executed for their crimes. No state mandates that all such requests must be fulfilled, no matter how unusual, That's impractical, costly that might be. In fact, the state of Texas ended the provision of last meal requests to inmates back in 2011 when a contempt I love this. This is a real story. When a condemned man ridiculously asked for two chicken fried steaks, a triple meat bacon cheeseburger, sounds great. Fried okra, a pound of barbecue, three fajitas, a meat lover's pizza, a pint of ice cream and a slab of peanut butter fudge with crushed peanuts, then didn't eat any of it. <laughs> ass, I would eat as much as I could of that. I know, Why right? wouldn't you? That's I, I want it right now. Right? That's, you might as well. We should You're do going... that for the show. We should eat that fucking meal. Yeah, we should. I'm we should get that all ordered. Totally down for that. I love chicken fried steak. That shit is amazing. Well, like, I understand what the guy was trying to do. He was trying to, like, oh, the laugh's on you. I'm not going to eat it. Ha, ha, ha. But, like. Well, why wouldn't you? That yeah, shit you're is gonna, so good. You're going to die. And I would actually try to kill. If I would try to kill myself by eating it all. Like, I would just keep fucking filling myself well, either up. Either way, if you're going to electric chair or whatever, you're going to shit all over the place. So that would be another <laughs> yeah, fucking. That would yeah. even be a better gag. <laughs> all that fucking shit. Oh, what is that smell? Is that the skunk again? Ugh. You yeah, have a skunk that a runs around. Skunk. I had one last night that uh must have been right outside my window. It's fucking gross. Yeah, here he goes. All right, we got. We can either do this story or we can do your uh, the the list. Yeah, I figured this first. Uh, okay, so it says lawsuit. Mom, uh, daughter assaulted by clowns with sex toys at haunted house. That's hot. <laughs> uh, it says a woman at her seventeen-year-old. A woman and her 17-year-old daughter have sued the massacre haunted house in Montgomery, arguing they were assaulted and verbally harassed by two workers dressed as clowns holding sex toys. What do you think's gonna happen in a fucking haunted house? <laughs> not sex toys. <laughs> not two. What? 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 <laughs> Wait. What haunted house are you yeah, going oh, yeah. to? Yes. You no, no, no. What I mean is like. Fucking dildo what I mean the was, were they really like raping them with the dildo? What else did you expect, like... you fucking assholes? And, I mean, what I'm saying is, were they just brandishing the dildos? Like... <laughs> Either way, <laughs> you don't fucking see that. It says uh, the lawsuit filed by Montgomery resident Regina. Where is it? I'm sorry, uh, Montgomery? Montgomery. Montgomery resident Regina. Illinois, I guess? Uh, I'm just looking it up. Yeah, I don't know. There you can get uh, group group discounts on Groupon for the Massacre Haunted House. <laughs> oh, right. I got a phone number. You want to call there? Yes. See if we can get a, a, a fucking statement real quick. <laughs> all right, all right. Where's uh, my little Skype? And where, how do I, do? here we go. And if anybody else wants to reach the Montgomery Haunted House in uh, Montgomery, Illinois, it's 708-320-3327. Just so, uh, make sure you tell them this is being recorded. Uh, like that's kind of like we have to. Nah. 708-320. I guess we'll have them finish the story for us. Yeah. Maybe one of the clowns can get on. Or whatever <laughs> they fucking were. One of the clowns. Let's see if they answer. They probably change their number.
Massacre Haunted House. Yeah, hi. This is the Massacre Haunted House. This is uh, we're calling from a radio show. Uh, we're live on the air right now, and uh, we were reading a story uh, about. Uh, is this you guys, the 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 clowns? Oh, <laughs> so it was. <laughs> Come on, we were trying to get an official statement. Come on. No, just no sense of humor. Like, oh, what, what is that about? He's choked up. He choked up on one of those dildos. <laughs> he's training. He's probably doing an orientation right now with the new clowns they hired. For fucking... They have, like, they have the shit strapped on their foreheads. So he was in the middle of a... Yeah, something important right there. So what, what happened? So... As Pete has seen at every haunted hayride ever, yeah. well, I've seen the them, fucking I've seen them they were waving people. dildos at people. <laughs> we're gonna get you! Ah, I've seen them with like a chainsaws. Yes, not dildos, not, not sex like toys. Chainsaw dildo. <laughs> In the lawsuit filed by Montgomery resident Regina Janito seeks unspecified damages for the intel what intel what's intent oh intentional crime of emotional dis distress assault and negligence on behalf of the haunted house operators the con conduct of the haunted house and its employees crossed all lines of decency and common sense the conduct <laughs> was outrageous and extreme. My client and her daughter were traumatized by the events. I just think this whole fucking thing is hilarious. <laughs> so, what did they do, though? They, they, we're getting to it, I guess. They, uh... they, they were met in the parking lot by two men dressed as clowns, holding sex toys, who began to harass the group. Probably, like, spanking people with them and shit. <laughs> That's good. That's good. The acts committed by Keller and John Doe. John Doe were beyond <laughs> the standards of civilized decency. No, no, you skipped... Go I know. On. One I'm employee. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. Now I totally lost that. Thank you. One employee, Robert Keller, used a sex toy to poke the 17-year-old. <laughs> what the fuck? The, the other employee identified as John Doe. Si simulated a sex act with the toy while Keller <laughs> made repeated uh, lewd and offensive remarks to Janito and the girl. All four left the grounds without buying tickets. So they didn't even pay for it. What do they have to complain about? They fucking got a free show. <laughs> Nick Meal, general manager of the Haunted House, did not return a phone call. Well, yeah, I think he answered ours and just hung, <laughs> flat out hung up on us. Fucking prick. Make every effort to ensure a Halloween experience is as safe and as scary as possible. I guess they would be fucking scarred for life after seeing the dildo sideshow. We abide by all regulations, take all allegations of misconduct seriously, and are cooperating with police. Then why wouldn't they cooperate with us? Fucking pricks. <laughs> Keller, 23, of Algonquin, eventually was arrested and charged with battery and disproperly conduct. Dispor- <laughs> what? Dis- Disorderly? It's probably it's supposed to be disorderly. It looks like Slimmer wrote this. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so what do they they so they walked out to these people while they were in the parking lot. So it wasn't even in no. the attraction. It was outside. These Maybe they were on break. Maybe they were just uh, dressed as clowns. I Maybe read, well, they didn't even work there. 
That's what I was thinking, but it did say there were employees. Mm. And I read, it didn't say it in this one, but I read the, another story uh, where it said that the guy that was performing lewd acts with one of the dildos, he had it strapped to a teddy bear, and he was sucking off the teddy bear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And look, the Massacre Haunted House, Montgomery, Illinois, has four out of five stars on Google reviews. That's fucking good. That's good. <laughs> how much? Call, we'll call them again and, and tell them that you're reading this review of how great they are, but then just go into like, but there's something about guys. Yeah, but I'm going to say you're on a radio show and they're going to yeah, hang up. Hang up again. They did, oh. a, they did a pretty, these are some of the, uh, the reviews. They did a pretty great job. Good decision on moving it to Montgomery this year. Great actors worth the money. Huge sets. Huge dildos. <laughs> the actors are in your face scary. Love yeah. it. Huge line, $22 to get in. The fun center that you have to wait in to get into the haunted house is really ghetto. Overall sense of dirtiness in this place. And there's more. Haunted house itself is kind of bland. Very tight quarters. <laughs> Too many people going through at the same time. Girls were barely getting scared in there unless there were dildos. There were a couple of good scares. Only about 10 minutes long, not enough to warrant the $22 entry fee. Girl behind us in a group was crying. I think it was because of two dildos. <laughs> Great work. <laughs> Don't even think about it. Big line and too many dildos. Go home. <laughs> then there's just a couple five stars. They just enjoy the dildos. <laughs> <laughs> I think this mother is just overreacting. These guys, they weren't assaulti yeah. assaulting them like already. said, when have you not seen that in a haunted hayride? <laughs> when have you not seen, like, all I'm saying is, when have you not seen depraved shit at a haunted house? You not know? dildos! I mean, you've got people pretending yeah, to eat body they parts. They jump out with bloody fucking chainsaws, not dildos. <laughs> it's not like they actually held the girls down with the dildos and raped them. You know? No, they just <laughs> gave dildos blowjobs and fucked fucking stuffed animals. And poked the one girl with the dildo. Yeah, they smacked her. <laughs> I read a story where the one guy was saying, you know you like it in the butt. So <laughs> that happens all the time. At haunted a rides. Um... Next week, we're going to have Pete open his own haunted hayride on the side of the house here. There's not going to be any dildos. We'll just record the arrest of Pete's dildo extravaganza. We'll just have like a... Pete's haunted hayride. No, no, here's what we'll do. We'll have Spaz dressed like a clown with dildos. <laughs> Harvest Festival dildos. <laughs> On Google reviews. Holy shit. <laughs> a man dressed like a penis. <laughs> you can hold the cat and wave a dildo. <laughs> and then smack it. <laughs> and then jam it up there. <laughs> oh, hours closed today. But Why it, I don't know, maybe because of dildo accusations. I know. He's just trying to make make what he can. He's trying to salvage his company after all the dildo allegations. <laughs> He's just sitting there hoping he can get this fucking place back open to make a couple bucks for Halloween because that's the only time of year this guy probably makes money. Otherwise, he's just selling meth behind the fucking 7-Eleven in town. <laughs> Holy shit. He's good. Which, in any case, he's still making money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at least in the haunted house, he doesn't have to risk blowing himself up. <laughs> Just 
Just dildos everywhere. Clothes today. Oh. We can find their hours. Oh, Monday clothes, Tuesday clothes, Wednesday clothes, Thursday through Sunday, 7 It just seems to be 11. a lot of clowning around this, this month, yeah. yeah. Clowning around. <laughs> An outbreak of evil clowns. And Ebola. I, I never... <laughs> All over the place. I never really liked any of those like uh, haunted hay rides or any of that. Yeah, they shit. really never one. really scared me. <laughs> you went on one? I won it in like high school, I think. Mm. I think it was really boring. Yeah. Yeah. From I, I barely remember it. So, so it they do have cool. those ones that do try very hard, where they, you know, they try to grab people and stuff. I, I, I might have went on one with a rat too. That was might have been almost decent, if that. We have a friend list. who loves doing that stuff. What, dildos? Yeah, and nice. going to haunted hayrides. Oh, that, that fucktard. <laughs> Wait, who's that? A uh, real fucktard, BL. <laughs> BL? And he would try to get everybody to go to everyone all around the tri-state area. Hello, there's one today, there's one tomorrow, there's one next week, there's one tomorrow, there's one yesterday. Let's go. Lots of let's go and let's all go together and let's what, bring dates. Let's all spend a shitload of money to walk through a shitty attraction. To so go to one in fucking Whoa, you're gonna be Colorado. Scared. What a douche. What a zip. I'd rather just like watch a horror movie than pay money for people to come out and <laughs> He's a zilch. We got a list or something? I, I was going to say take a break because that was oh. a 30 minute segment. Oh yeah. I didn't even realize that. Peace <laughs> yeah, Haunted like House <laughs> and like Dildo Emporium. It's o'clock already. Coming was, next week. That was <laughs> right in your fat funny. face, bitch. <laughs> what else are you going to see in a hayride? Come on now. Just evil. <laughs> what I meant by that was evil. Clowns. Hey, everybody! <laughs> Check out my dildo! <laughs> evil clowns doing depraved shit. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what they do. I've seen that movie. Fucking what is it? I don't know. It was a good movie. It was riveting. What's the one? What's the movie where they fucking. Oh, what was uh, that? Clowns from Outer Space. Rob Street? Zombie. No. Uh, oh, uh, House of a Thousand. Yeah, House, House of a Thousand Corpses. Corpses. Yeah. That was cool. I like the clown in that. Oh, yeah. I've never seen that one. Oh, my God. I never saw this second one. Uh, was the second one Devil Rejects? Yeah, but I, I I think I might have tried watching a, a little bit. I, I don't know. Yeah, that was a sequel was that to that. Dr. Spaul or Mr. Spaulding or something? Yeah, like something like that. But I, I think I've seen like 20 minutes, maybe 40 minutes, and I just thought it was stupid. The Devil's Rejects. A lot of people love that, but... Not as good as the other one. Yeah, I heard that. Is he still making movies, or do you give I up on doing don't that? Don't know, because well, that's the two. The Halloween, I loved it. I saw that one, but then I didn't see the second one, and everyone said that sucked. Yeah, I heard the second mm. one. But the first one, oh my god, it's fucking amazing. Just so dark. I don't think I ever seen that. I, I've been meaning to. I saw um the you newest so uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I saw recently. That was good. I like that. That was yeah. really he was good. He was supposed to have done the Blob too, but apparently my, that, my music that isn't working. You want me to just play? Um, I guess because I'm trying to bring the site up and it's just not playing anything. Are you still uh, uploading? No, I stopped the upload. I'll just, just put some songs in the media closed, But I got a bunch of windows open again. Let me see. It's being a little slow. It was an amazing segment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's still sticking by me. What else are you going to see, huh? What else are you going to see there? Exactly. I love it. Alright guys, we're going off right, we'll be back. That's what we should do if we, uh, yeah, we're, mics are back on, what's up guys, Robin Slim Show, we are back from our break. Uh, before we go over this, 
what we should do if we do need more time to fold, we can have Phil, uh, we can have Pete give us the, uh, what do you call it, the synopsis, synopsis uh, tell us about that movie Vulgar that Kevin Smith did. Oh, that's a fucked up movie. Yeah, you'll have to give us the, uh, I can't say the word, synopsis. Synopsis. Synopsis, yeah. <laughs> One of those, I can't talk, we all know this, I'm, uh, you know, working on it. I'll get there eventually. Just said the plot. The plot. You're right, I could have just said the plot. <laughs> I gotta take the hard way out, you know? I wanna pick the more fantasy words. I wanna be a fantasy man. Alright, what do we got here? This is a 38 Yahoo questions that will destroy your faith in humanity. Yahoo. 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 What, huh? Is there a spell to become a mermaid that actually actually works? Are there ones that don't work? Like, I've never researched it, but (laughs) I guess Yahoo Answers, you can find out. I would like to know if there's a spell available to become a mermaid, one that works. I'm asking because uh, I'm asking people that believe in mermaids. Don't say things like mermaids don't exist because I take it very seriously and find it offensive. Please help find a spell. Some of these gotta be jokes. Some of these gotta fucking be jokes. I don't know, man. There's some weird people out there. And that yeah. mermaid thing, there was a, maybe like two years ago, they had a documentary on the Discovery Channel all about mermaids, and people really believed it. And like, if you talk shit about it, people would be like, no, no, they're real. This is all true. So it's a possibility. I, it's too bad that we can't see the answers. We'd have to like look oh, them up. Oh, yeah, like, I thought I was going to have them. But... Oh, and by the way, I'm also a witch. There you go. Oh, well, that's why she wants a spell, or he wants yeah. a spell. They know. They know how to do those spells. <laughs> I guess one, like, almost worked, and then just fucking fizzled out. For for some reason, that was a big thing when I was growing up, that, like, all the, the girls I knew, like, my sister and all her friends when we were young always wanted to be witches. And they Charmed all... and company. Yeah. You know they went. <laughs> oh, it's, you ever it's do not that, real. You ever do that uh, stiff as a board, light as a feather? You know, you put your fingers under, under somebody and you make them float? Yeah, they levitate. It's real I did shit. a witch once. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> what kind of spells did she know? Never even asked. <laughs> no. She was really believed she was a witch. Wait, do wait, wait. have night vision? I think they do. <laughs> yeah. I think they wait, do. Wait, wait, what? Do midgets have night vision? Why wouldn't they? Uh, what's this, uh, one of my friends told me that midgets have night vision, wow. but I wasn't sure if it was true. I know a little person from school, so I called him up and asked him. He didn't say anything. It's just hung up, so I'm pretty confused. Can anyone help that me? That probably means they do. Yeah. want to fucking if you don't say the cat it, out of the bag. Exactly. Yeah, you're not saying, you're not denying it, you're not confirming it. He was afraid, because he was afraid if he said anything, even if he did deny it, that he would pick up the lying he knows that everyone would know, and then they'd want him to, like, look look at their sisters in the fucking bedroom and shit to see if they were really virgins or something like that. There'd be mm-hmm. some sort of fucking shit people would be <laughs> using midgets for. They don't want to be used anymore. That's why they don't uh, have sideshows anymore. Why would you even believe that? Like, why wouldn't you? <laughs> Cats can see in the dark. Okay. Or, uh, <laughs> bats. So that well, must mean that yeah. midgets can see in the dark. Yeah, I, I guess like. it does make sense. They are kind of like a whole different species, right? Yeah. They're like a fucking animal. That's why they're half our size. They're like mystical creatures. Yeah. <laughs> they're kickables. <laughs> they're kickables. <laughs> our skeletons real are made up. Holy shit. 
That's a what? great question. <laughs> what? Yeah. My friend's mom said she was once chased by a skeleton, but I don't think <laughs> skeletons are real. Please help me. Wow. By Maeve. Maeve wrote that. Well, see, that's a tough question to answer because, yes, skeletons are indeed real. I do believe we all own one. But not running ones. <laughs> Unless they have skin well, around them. no. We saw is. one earlier today. Yeah, I did. So there you go. <laughs> we answered the question here at the Robinson Show. Yeah. Yes, skeletons and walking skeletons are indeed real. Yes. I do possess a skeleton. <laughs> Last what time if, I checked. What if the girl that thinks I'm the dad isn't the mom? Well, she would probably know that when the fucking kid plopped out her cunt, dude. <laughs> that's all I know. What that's kind all of I fucking know. What stupid-ass question is that? I think the next one is pretty much the same. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, well, I don't know if my daughter's mine. Uh, for, that's stupid. How am I sure if I like I'm the, the real mom of my kid? The real mom? Yeah, I know if I'm the real mom of my kid. Well, same thing. Stupid. I don't know if my daughter is mine. <laughs> Are there any autographs of Jesus Christ? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, how do I unbake a cake? I swallowed an ice cube hole and haven't pooped it out. <laughs> wait, 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 going back, did you actually read the I don't know if my daughter is mine and read what it actually said? I gave birth to her, but I'm not sure if it's my boyfriend cheating on me and I had his other girlfriend's <laughs> baby. So, I, so yeah, he just snuck it up inside you. That, <laughs> is that really uh I think a lot of these gotta be jokes, but... <laughs> yeah. It's, they're still really funny. And some of them, yeah. some of them could be real because people are just fucking stupid. That's stupid. Yeah. I, I think the midget thing's real. Oh, one. The next know. one has a picture with it too. <laughs> Number well, ten. See, I, I know there are autographs of uh, Babe Ruth or George Washington. Are there any autographs of Jesus Christ that are either on eBay or in people's houses? What's the next one? How do I unbake cakes? How do I unbake a cake? <laughs> then there's, yeah, the ice cube. I haven't pooped it out yet. I'm pretty sure that's the cure for hunger. This. Did I turn my boyfriend into a vampire? That's a long question, too. Okay, so I have a new boyfriend. Yay. And we've been seeing each other for about a month now. Sticking out my tongue. Anyway, the other night, we had a Twilight Marathon. I love Twilight. And a dream of mine is to have a vampire boyfriend. Uh by Slim McGillicuddy. I've been experimenting with my eating my own blood ever since Twilight books first came out. I consider myself to be a vampire now. I usually just save the blood I lose naturally each month. I usually just keep the tampons in the freezer, etc. Oh. And suck on them. Oh, that's like that's, oh. that's vampire snacks, alright? So she eats vampire snacks, alright? All vampires do that. Holy shit. Who are we kidding? <laughs> so I usually just add a little bit of blood into the marinade of pasta sauce. Oh. Yeah, this has got to be, you got to keep it fresh. I decided I would try to take, so I would try to turn my boyfriend, so I've been jamming fucking bloody tampons on his mouth as he's sleeping. <laughs> so I've been cooking my blood oh, into okay. his food when he comes over. I had blood pudding, blah, blah, blah. You need oh, a lot of blood, sauce, heavy yeah. flow. That's Ugh. fucking gross. I've been man. doing this for three or four weeks. Do you think he's a vampire by now? Oh, that's that's. It's like, yeah, this Ew. is. Be like, babe, does this pasta taste like rusty coins? Or something? <laughs> Why does this fucking pasta smell like a bag of dirty pennies? What oh, do you do God. if you find out that your girlfriend's been feeding you period blood? You fucking kill her, but she can't be killed because she's a vampire. So you're off the hook. Pasta smells like fish and tastes like rusty coins. <laughs> we should ask the um. Messiah That's gotta be that. a crime. Yeah, I like the, the next one's another uh, Gemerald. Are there birds in Canada? <laughs> 
Holy fuck. I'm thinking of visiting and might bring my camera. So I'm curious to know if they have birds. I know they have moose. Wait, this is this is can, funny. This can is I safely funny. look at a picture of the sun? Wow. Wow. How do I change my race? Why do lizards die? Is it illegal to kill an ant? That's just stupid. Why do crocodiles walk so gaily? That's a good one. And they walk like they got their nails done or something. Is it illegal to kill an ant? <laughs> how do I see? How do I test to see if my turtle is gay? I don't even know. I just want to see if there are any methods. I don't even know where to gay. begin with this one. I guess you <laughs> stick your dick in it and see if it fucking bites your finger. Yeah, I don't know. It. Or you that could mean it. You got another male turtle and just stare at them. If they start yeah. fucking, there you go. You got the, your answer. You got the gay. Do, do, you think, <laughs> do you think NASA invented thunderstorms to cover up the sound of space battles? What do you think, Pete? What the fuck? <laughs> I think they did. Well, I think... Uh, I don't think there's any question that that's not true. It's those lizard people again. Mm. Yeah, lizards don't die, just like we just saw. Yeah. Is the Hunger Games based on a true story? <laughs> did it happen to Nazis <laughs> after World War II? Yes. Holy shit. Absolutely. Is evolution... Tr if evolution is true, then why is not my dog turn into an elephant? Wow. And if evolution is true, then why do pigs not have wings? Whatever. Can you actually lose weight by rubbing your stomach? I, I never heard that. Uh, I don't care either. How do I turn my computer monitor into a mirror? This is a tinfoil, right? 60 seconds and one minute, are they really the same? See, this is why we can't... Uh, is it possible to make toast in a microwave? No. Please, I'm craving toast and pregnant and at work. Wow, she's pregnant. Why does my cat, <laughs> cat vibrate? <laughs> Her chest always vibrates like she has worms like or something. Like worms or something. <laughs> is it normal? When she vibrates, she makes a tiny vibrate noise, and it's scaring me because it doesn't seem normal. <laughs> I heard that the cats can have worms, like, poking out of their buttholes. Yeah. One of my neighbors said that. Vib All your gravity are belong to us. <laughs> and well, then uh, we had a cat. We had a cat. gravity in India. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, he wasn't. Do they got spicy I like the food next or good one too. food? I heard. <laughs> fucking, if Batman's parents died, then how was he born? <laughs> That's a perfect fucking It doesn't question. make sense how <laughs> my parents can have children. Did <laughs> they think this through? Yes. Zombie Batman. Maybe they killed, I don't know, maybe they killed off his Batmans after he was born. His Batmans, his parents this, after That other born. one, two down, goes with it. Do you think that if Michael Jackson hadn't died, would he still be alive today? Huh? <laughs> How big is the Pacific Ocean? <laughs> Why does my arm shake and turn bright red when I'm eating dirt? That is fucking amazing. What? <laughs> I, uh, this is, I'm going to just say these all the time. I'm going to make a calendar of these. <laughs> Can I... by the smell of my husband's gas if he has been cheating. Yeah, cummy farts, <laughs> duh. <laughs> As we've learned it? from Frankie Tube Sticks. Yeah. Um, I know this sounds crazy, but Hubs hey. usually has he his smells own smell. His dad's the family always knows cheating. when he has passed gas, even if he uh, tries to be funny and blame it on the dog. Lately, he's had uh, to work late a few times, and each time he's come home and has gas... His gas smelled unlike anything I've ever smelled from him. Kind of like maybe he had Thai food or something. 
He says he has only uh, been What are you, Thai food or something, huh? <laughs> something you is definitely frick. different. Do you think he's cheating? Yes. Thai is definitely cheating. I like the next one. How many calories are in a booger? <laughs> I always pick my nose to eat my boogers. It's addicting. How many calories are in a tiny roll of boogers? Because you do have to roll them up. It's yeah. sometimes wet and color yellow. All right. Who eats their, bur their boogers? Who doesn't? I've never done that. <laughs> no, nah, me neither. Is throwing your hair in the garbage safe? Holy fuck. What happens if you paint your teeth white with nail polish? Oh, you probably get sick. How do you get spaghetti stains out of your underwear? <laughs> the question is, how do you get spaghetti stains on your underwear? <laughs> do you think humans will ever walk on the sun? Yes. Yes. The M word. Oh, that's just stupid. The M word. Why do black people call each other Monica? Is it a cultural thing? What's good, Monica? Monica, let's run some ball. Yeah, you're talking about my nigga. Wait, wait, wait. They're talking about what? Is something drinking? Oh, is a stupid Oh, that's the rain. So there you go. That's a good 38. The 38 Yahoo questions that will what? But there is something I need to go way back to the beginning from. Pete, you said you dated a girl who claimed to be a witch. Elaborate on Didn't this. Did never... I just, just okay, you were, you Did were... you play with her tampons? No. No! Did she ever poison your food with period blood? No. Fuck. Never ate what? with her either. This is well, a story like... then. Well, no, I want to know like this, the habits of a witch, especially like our... Was she uh, like oh. our age? Like Was it like a 20-year-old? She like an adult, and she believed she was a witch. Uh, yeah, she thought she was a witch. She just thought she could cast spells. She was a Wiccan. Dude, we used to work with one guy like that too. He was a warlock. Oh yeah, he was a warlock. Magic Mike. He was a douchebag, is what he was. All right. Well, uh, it's a pretty stupid religion, if you ask me. <laughs> is it really considered a religion? I guess. Yeah, yeah, Wiccans, yeah right. They Wiccans have a... are, right. Yeah. Huh. That's crazy shit. All right, guys, uh, we're going to take a break. We will be back yes. with uh, Peter... Peter Mehit. Mehit. Who has the killer business plan. Yes. He does. So stay tuned, fuckers. What's up, guys? Robin Slim Show. We're back. Uh, give us a call. 609-891-8896. We have uh, Peter Mayhew calling in, and he... I think it's Mehit. Mehit? Yeah, Peter Mayhew's the guy that played Chewbacca. <laughs> oh, right. Peter, sorry, nerd. It's not Peter Mayhew. It was Peter Mayhew. Uh, we got Peter Mayhew calling in, and he wrote um, Killer Business. Wait, I have his fucking thing right plan. here. The Killer Business Plan. Oh. Yeah. He's calling in. in like a Any minute. minute. Any minute. Yeah, like Did you tell him to minutes. call in on the dot? Yeah, I did. Okay, cool. I'm gonna get my soda I then. That's better. Yeah, sounds good. Get your soda. Drink all your soda, or you're not getting dessert. <laughs> your soda. Your soda. That's how my grandmother says soda. Yeah, that's what one of my friends said. Their grandmother said it too. Cause I always said it to be silly. What was that lunch lady we had who was like, "Don't stick your." Oh yeah, down. Don't stick your fingers in mashed potatoes. <laughs> you want rice? <laughs> You're only using that for the fucking Messiah, right? Dude? Yeah, right. Don't use it the whole Figured show. You're gonna. Rest of the show. <laughs> All right. I know. Robin Slim Show. Robin Slim. Dear God, it's Peter Meehead. How are you? Great. How you doing, Peter? I'm doing fine. How are you? Good. Slim mispronounced your name for like 
two hours now. Yeah, I heard. I heard the lead in. I no, I'm not Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> Disappointing. I thought we were talking to Chewbacca. I'm, I'm Harry, but I'm not Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> so, where are you getting these questions that you guys are reading on the air? Oh, that was um the 38. Uh, that was from BuzzFeed. 30, 38 Yahoo questions that will destroy your faith in humanity. Uh, I, I'm, I am here a smoldering hulk of what I used to be just from hearing it. <laughs> it was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even know. I, I think so like, now it's Robin Slim, but there's a third guy there. Who's the third guy? I'm Peter. Hey, Peter. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. All right, man. So thanks for having me on your show, dudes. No problem. What uh, what was your book first? Uh, the Killer Business Plan. Killer Business Plan, because uh, I think everybody in America should get out of the corporate world and be in their own business, because the corporations are the biggest group of fuckers ever, and they're stealing <laughs> from everybody. And but don't so, they make it hard um, to like run your they, own, you know, your own mom and pop? Yeah, exactly. Figure out what you want to do. Get out and stop shopping at Walmart. Stop yeah. shopping at all these big corporations. Go support the mom and pops in your neighborhood. That's the only place there's hope. Yeah, I agree. If you if you, if you if you don't if you if you keep shopping at Walmart, then you're going to get what you deserve. You need to support the people who are supporting your communities, and that's what we're about: is getting people out into their own companies. It just seems like they've all been you know gone away, especially back you know back in the day too, with like video shops and all. Once Blockbuster started taking over, it was like all them all all of them were closing. Which I was kind of happy when that stupid Redbox thing came out because that put Blockbuster yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But you know what it is? It's it's a big cycle, and, and these corporations are eating themselves. So I've, it's I've, one I've seen after another. Yeah, I've seen some videos too saying how these corporations they're gonna fail someday. You know, they're just spreading themselves too thin and and all that jazz. <clears throat> oh, they're failing right now. That's not how they're going to. I mean, 2008 is the dress rehearsal. I mean, what's coming is going to make 2008 look so cool. You're going to say, wow, that was a great time. <laughs> <laughs> we had some good times in 08 and 09, yeah. No, because uh, they're so greedy, they're just stealing. I mean, let, let's think about it, okay? The people who make iPhones, they make 35 cents an hour, and they live 10 people to a room, and they have to pay for the room and board, okay? And yet that phone is $600. Why is that? Yeah. yeah. Not, not to mention they've had to put bars on the windows in some of these factories so their workers don't jump out and kill themselves. You know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. yes, and the only reason they did that is because Apple complained. You know, people committing suicide, that really isn't good for our brand. <laughs> we sound like a suicide safe, so, you know, we can feel better about exploiting slave labor. I used yeah. to... I used to manage a pharmacy too, and it was a mom and pop. And uh, we had yeah. one customer who used to work for one of these corporations, you know, buying, buying it and stuff. And they said they were such scumbags; they would under, they would, you know, pay way under what the stuff was worth. And then a lot mm -hmm. of, a lot of stuff you wouldn't be saving on as a shopper. Like some stuff they mark under, you know, they take a loss on. But then a lot of other stuff they just mark up incredibly. So you're not saving anything in the long run. If you buy no, everything no, and there. By the way, that's the master plan. If you go to the Midwest, actually the Midwest is starting to reject, is, they're rejecting Walmart. Because what they did is they came in, they undercut everybody, wiped out Main Street, all the mom and pop businesses went away. And then yeah. the minute they were gone, the prices started ratcheting up. So now oh, yeah. in the Midwest where Walmart really made its name and tried out <laughs> all its evil, diabolical policies, 
they're actually starting to be chased out by people are saying, you know, we need to support our own. Because mm. uh, the money that you spend there, it's not staying in America. It's <clears> going out, and it's not making American jobs. It's leaving here. And it's like I don't believe in protectionism or any of that bullshit. I think we need to beat them at their own game. Mm. So that's what Killer Business Plan is about. It's like you read it, you figure out what you want to do, start it, and then it takes you step by step of how to start your own business. And that's what we wrote. That's cool. It is cool. That's cool. I, I wanted to ask you, I think I saw on your Facebook or Twitter, it said that you were at the Pay It Forward event. I heard of that. I just didn't know what that was. Well, Pay It Forward is it's a thing called Pay It Forward Labs, and what they do is they get a bunch of people who supposedly know something. Theoretically, I know something. So they put this badge on me, and it says mentor. And people can come up and ask me questions, and... If I know something, then I expound on it, and if I don't, I just give them a dumb look. Either way, they don't have to charge for it. You know, they have to pay for it. And so at that particular event was pretty cool because they actually shot a video, a 15-minute video of me that's going to appear on, on, uh, on uh, wow, what is it called? It's called Rockstar Realty is the, is the, is the, is the channel. It's an Internet channel. And, um, and so it's just one of those things where if you were looking to start a business, like, for example, in Santa Monica, there's a big tech community. Everybody wants to start the next app or the next Facebook. So there's lots and lots of people down there trying to figure out how to do that. And so we go to these events because I can help you figure out how to raise money. I can figure, help you figure out how to talk to people that can give you money. And I can help you make sense of what you're trying to do. And so that's what I do for a living. And that's why I was at that event. So cool. it was a pretty fun event. <clears throat> And that's there was awesome. a lot of drinking involved, which made it really good, too. <laughs> that always helps. Yes, yes, it does help. Because the more you drink, the more sense I make, and the better you like me. So that's the only way I do the show. Beer, take a nice big swig on that beer right now. <laughs> so only, that's the only way I can deal with Slim. That's when uh, I was talking to my friend Rick a few weeks ago um, about starting our own, like, internet radio station, and... Uh, he yeah. said we'd have to go out and look for uh, investors, and I'm like, oh, that's fucking scary, man. I, I don't know how to even go about that. Like, okay, so now, so now you guys want to start an internet radio station, so you want to have your own channel, and you'll have other people on the channel. Let's do a consult right here on the air, so you can see what it'll be like. So you look like, so you want to start a channel? You're gonna have other hosts on your channel? Other shows, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the first thing you got to do is figure out before you figure out anything. How much money? Who's in on it? Is it Peter and and Robin Slim? The three of you together are going to be like the founders of this thing. Yeah, it would be the the Robin Slim show would be our network, and then we have other friends who have other podcasts, like our buddy Ricky does like a video game podcast, so we would like to have him on. And then we have yeah. our friend Rick who does like a music uh, show, and we would have him on. Uh, but yeah, I cool. guess it would be I don't know. Like we don't want to make it like the Robin Slim channel. Like it would be something. Like, we wanted to pick those three core people yeah. and then yeah. give a name that kind of fits all of us. Yeah. It fits yeah. just a variety yeah. of what you're going to get on that channel. So the first thing that I would say to you guys is whoever the founders are, whoever's going to be involved in it, how much – there's two questions. There's how much money does it need to make so you could do it full time? That's the first question. And the second question is how much money do you want it, want, want it to make? Because those are two different things, right? Because mm. you can get to the point where you can make money to kind of do something full-time, but you're starving the whole time you're doing it. And I've been there. That's really no fun. Yeah. You want to get to the next point where it's how much money will this throw off? So the first question you have to ask is, what is that dollar figure? Is that 50000 a year? Is that 
100,000 a year? Is that 250,000 a year? What is it? And then you've got to imagine in your mind what that looks like. What does that look like? How many viewers do I need? Because I know you guys are already selling advertising, or at least Ustream selling advertising on your channel, right? So what, how much revenue, how, much, how could I do that? And can I do it strictly off of ad revenue? Or do I have to have some kind of merch to sell? Or do I have to be doing live events? Or what do I have to do? So once you set that target, then it's a matter of working back from what are the things that I have to sell to the people that want to buy them. And then you can then it gets relatively simple, but it's that imagining what it looks like when it's done is the hard part. And you got to do it first. That makes yeah. sense? Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. so and and, and and really the very first thing you got to figure out is who's going to who's going to who's going to come watch your or or listen to your podcast. Who is that guy? Who is that woman? Who is that person? Yeah. And then you got to get inside their head and go, "Hey, I want you to think I'm cool and groovy, so you listen to my show." <laughs> and that's fucking hard. Yeah, <laughs> that's know? the thing, man, getting that fucking audience, man. Even Twitter like yeah, Exactly. It's, it's really so tough. that is something where um I don't know whether it's beer or fine scotch or bong rips or what it is, <laughs> but you need whatever imagination augmentation material you need so you have sufficient visions that you can uh, carry a book, write them down, and eventually the more time you spend thinking about it, the more you'll start to see it. But what most people do is they start doing shit. Like, okay, I want to be the success in, I want to be a successful blogger. I want to be a successful podcaster. I want to start this show. So the first thing they do is they go out and they get a channel and they go, okay, now I've got to have content. So now they're all trying to figure out the content. And then they get content up and then they're trying to figure out this next piece. And so what I'm saying is if I think about what it is I want to do at the end, now it doesn't mean that that's where I'm going to end up. I could end up somewhere totally fucking different. That doesn't matter. But mm -hmm. if I figure out what I want to do at the end, then I have a clue of how to steer myself that way, and then I'll make decisions that are going to be more likely to get me to that destination rather than starting out and doing one tactic after another. So in other words, it's kind of like playing chess. If I have an idea of the moves I want to make in a chess game, I'm going to play that game differently than if I just go, oh, the pawn moves like this, or oh, I'll move mm -hmm. my rook. That makes sense, I hope. Otherwise, I just sound like an idiot. <laughs> no, that does make sense. That's another thing. I don't know where to start. Sometimes I don't know. Should we just try to get the, you know build up the audience first and and then go from there and then try to sell you know to uh, some sponsors to start and and all that. It's, it's, you know what I find too is it's very tough. Like when people say, "Oh, you do a show. What's your show about?" We kind of go, eh, "We just hang out and everything. talk." So it's like, yeah. it, it's really. We're trying to reach a very broad audience, and we've had people tell us, like, well, you guys need a format, and you mm. need to, you know, figure out what you really are about, and we kind of want to just be about the hangout. We want to be, you know, the you turn us on, and we're just a bunch of guys drinking beers and talking about whatever is in the news, or like you saw reading uh, the questions that we read and stuff like that. Like, we like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that can work. That can work, but what you need, it's like, God, I cannot remember for the life of me the name of the show, but it's a comedian and he gets other comedians to come on and get, yeah, it's called getting high with him. I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> and, uh, and, but he, if you can, here's, here's an idea. You guys into comedy at all? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah yep. Very much so. Are you into the comedy? You're in New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So you're in the comedy scene at all. Yeah. Are you or no? No, we're not. I, I, I've gone to, to clubs and all that and, and well, that kind well, of stuff. Well, here's an idea. Here's an idea because people love to laugh, and you guys love to laugh, clearly, because I watched the run-up to your show before I got on. Um, 
go to the comedy clubs and the people that you think are funny, like especially go to open mic night, even though, even though I know that's torture, <laughs> go to open mm. mic night and the few people that are actually kind of funny, mm. invite them to hang out with you. There's two things that are going to happen. One is they have people that are following them, right? And yeah. then as you get known in the comedy scene that, that people are on your show hanging out, telling jokes and stuff, become a, become a platform for people who are trying to succeed too. And then as you work up, you can get more and more well-known people on your show. And then over time, it will evolve into you just become another comedy venue. Well, if yeah. that becomes, if you become another comedy venue, then you can sell advertising. Yeah, that's wow. cool. And if you get big enough, you can actually sell spots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm billing you for every minute. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> Bill this to uh, Peter Gentile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but does, does that make sense? Yeah, it's, 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 it's comedy. It's just pick something that you guys love. Right. And go people, and, and because here's how it's going to work. If you love it, other people will love it. If you don't love it, people aren't going to give shit about it. Yeah. So if you love it, go find people who like what you do and, and that you like what they do and give them a platform. And guess what? They'll bring the people. That's awesome. That's a great idea. Share it. Share it. You give it away, and it comes back to you. You hang on to it, you lose it. So share it. And you guys have a platform. I mean, some of this shit was pretty funny, i got to tell you. <laughs> Thank you. So, so if you, if you um, the, especially the tampon thing, it was a little over the top. <laughs> <laughs> but it had its place. So find that thing. So if it's comedy or if it's sports or whatever it is, Open the platform up, have people in, give them times, and you're already doing it because you said, "Hey, we'll talk to anybody." You're talking to me, right? Yeah, yeah. But get get focused about it. Find a focus so you get known for that, and then I bet you have more success than you're having. Cool, cool. Wow. How did you get started? I at the like I, I was just wondering when you started at the bottom. You know what was that like? Just <laughs> well, it's really interesting because I didn't start at the bottom. I was actually a, a corporate vampire. What I did was I flew around the world giving, other pe giving people's jobs to other people in other countries through outsourcing. Oh, and I, um, I got really tired of it. And my wife said, quit your job. And I didn't believe her. She kept telling me to quit my job because I hated it. And I was gaining weight. And I was getting really unhealthy and not having a good time. And finally, I took her at her word, and I quit my job, and I didn't even have any clue what I was going to do. Yeah. And we, went our, we sat around for a year spending our retirement money. And finally, we came on this. Somebody said, hey, do you know how to write a business plan? And I said, I've been writing proposals like for 20 years. Yeah, I know how to do that. <clears throat> and we started writing business plans. And then we got into this world of helping people who were in corporate jobs who want to get out of them and do something different. And then we got in this world of helping people like you guys. I mean, you guys, uh, first of all, before I go another step, I want to apologize. I'm a baby boomer. I want to apologize for the mess that we've left for you guys to clean up. <laughs> you are the most selfish people that have ever walked the face of the earth, and I apologize for my generation. We're not making it that much better, bad. though. I'm the lazy, lazy fucker, I think, Generation X. I, I don't think we care well, about anything. There's that. There's that. Generation there's X. that. And there's this super entitled millennial. So we all have our problems, <laughs> yeah. right? But yep. what I want to say to you is I've met people like you. And by the way, Gen X is our core customer. Most of our customers are Gen X. I love it when somebody goes out take, because it's not for everybody and they take a huge risk and they make it. There's nothing better than that. And, and to me, it's like I, my, I love every day getting up and doing what I do. I 
fucking love it. It's That's wonderful. Awesome. Right on. Yeah. That's a... Plus, it's really cool to be on a radio show where the word fuck is actually accepted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we let it fly. Where I've, got to, where I've got to suppress those natural urges. <laughs> yeah, sometimes we get people on, and I'll drop it every now and then, and but the, the guest never does, and I don't know if they, they think that well, I fucked up. Okay? Or... <laughs> oh, my God, radio, what will people think? <laughs> so, no, I, are you a musician too, Peter? Because I, I thought I saw a picture of you with a guitar. Yeah, actually, you can if you YouTube IXTAD. UX. If you if you if you YouTube if you Google that, okay. I was in a band in the '80s called Ixit Addicts, which was a progressive rock band, which was kind of uh, King Crimson fusion kind of thing. And then we didn't play together for 30 years, and we just started playing again this last year. And there's actually a couple of videos on YouTube from this uh, Make Music LA that we were just playing at, so you can actually see me playing on YouTube. Cool. Uh, and I've been playing since I was 12 years old. I'm a drummer. Awesome. I'm a shitty guitar player and a terrible <laughs> pianist, but I'm a pretty good drummer. Pretty good drummer. Cool, cool. Yeah. How about you? You play or yourself? I used to play guitar years ago, and uh, I ended up selling it because I, I picked it up after like so many years, and I just I couldn't remember anything, so I just sold it off. And but Pete, Oh, that's a bummer. You should have pushed through, dude. Yeah, Pete is a guitarist? No, no, I'm a, I, I, I sing. I, I used to sing in a couple of metal bands. Like some yeah? Some metal bands. Yeah, yeah. A couple, we, we didn't do too well. We just, you know, we played those... Uh, couple of those firehouse Firehouses. shows and right now that scene is dead <laughs> that that scene is dying because it's you know it's all sc those screamo bands you know yeah 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 it's it's really interesting the thing that's really nice about out here in los angeles area is there's kind of been especially in places like long beach and santa monica kind of a rebirth of the entire music scene so across the spectrum all kinds of different styles people are playing and going to listen and it's it's really cool because in the 80s, during the, the punk and the new wave thing, it was crazy cool out here, and that was oh, yeah. really, really cool. And and so, I mean, because we played on bills with Motley Crue and stuff. It was fun. That's and let cool. me say something. Whether you like Crue or not, they were the hardest-working band of all time. And and the thing about it, we used to joke about them, that they were going to make L.A. love them, and they did. <laughs> because when they, in the beginning, they so sucked. They were terrible. <laughs> but, but they just, they were everywhere. Tuesday night, one in the morning, thunderstorm, nobody in the place, they're there. They're playing like they're on stage at, at a coliseum. They're, they're just pouring their hearts out to an empty room. And when somebody cares that much and they try that hard, good things are going to happen to them. I, I definitely and, think, like, out of all the hair bands, they were definitely the best, Motley Crue. They're definitely yeah, like... well, they were sincere, definitely. They meant what they did. It was They were living. It was four guys in a one-bedroom apartment. I mean, they meant it, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. All well, right. Cool. P uh, Peter, I think we're going to wrap this up. It was really great talking to you. I'm going to let you get all your uh, plugs in, but what I want to tell you first is I, what we plan on doing is all the guests, because right now we're interviewing all kinds of people, and yeah. all the guests that we really like, we're keeping them in mind, and we mm -hmm. want to eventually have those guys back on later on to maybe do like an hour with us, or sure. you know, just hang out. So we definitely enjoyed this interview, yeah. and you were on that list. So we will uh, we will keep in touch. So why don't you uh, let all, get all oh, your plugs out? Was that? I said that's outstanding. I really enjoyed talking to you guys too. Yeah, man. Uh, why don't you get all your plugs out, and then we'll let you go. 
Okay, all I got to say is um, if you want to check out our website, it's www.customcustombpsboypaulsam.com. That's our website. Our book is Killer Business Plan, uh, Killer Business Plan, and you can buy that on Amazon and at uh, Barnes and Noble. And you guys um, keep doing it. Keep doing it. Don't freaking give up. Just keep doing it. And because you guys are the soul of this country, people trying this shit out and trying to make it and figure it out. That's where that's where hope is, man. So just keep doing it. Thank you so much, Peter. All right, All right man. Have Talk to you guys later. All yeah, right, have a great night. Okay, bye. Bye. He was awesome. I was just I was right on that, right? Because I just. That was but a good I, interview. Yeah, yeah, man. That was, I enjoyed that a lot. I, I really thought he was cool. going to be a cool dude. But he's, I said I, he's absolutely right. We should, the three of us should endeavor to go to a uh, I'll do that, open yeah. Night. There's one in yeah. AC, dude. Yeah, we, we can do that. I could even write some shit and go up. Yeah, I uh, Years ago I had, and then uh, I, oh, I've never told this on the air, yeah. but uh, we were going to an open mic, and um, Jim Brewer was the headliner. <laughs> and I, I the, 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 the one guy, uh, it's not it's not too far up north. Uh, I forget the guy that owns it. He goes on a... It's at the Laugh Factory, I think. He goes on Open Anthony all the time. He's really cool. But when I got there, you had to sign in at the table, and I did that. I didn't know you had to be in this fucking meeting that you had to, like, you know, talk. Or I forget what, what you had to go over and shit. But I, So I didn't go. Nobody told me that when I signed in. They knew it was, like, my first open mic and shit. And uh, so the whole show goes by. You know, you're seeing everybody. I'm like, oh, I guess I'll be called up next. And then fucking Brewer goes up. <laughs> and yeah, to go to these open mic nights and perform, you have to have like 15 people that come with you, you know, saying they're there to see you. That's how it works, you know. Um, and so then Brewer goes up. And so my friends started like, you know, what the fuck's going on? They got, you know, the guy over, the, the owner, Vinny, and he was apologizing. He's like, y you weren't at the thing. And I'm like, dude, I, I didn't know. Nobody told me. And uh, he's like, you can go after <laughs> After Brewer, if you Holy want. Shit. I'm like, I'm not going after the headliner. I'll fucking kill myself. You know, I'll just go out there and be like, uh. So, uh, he offered me to come back, but I just never went back up. And, uh, that was that. That was that fucking petering out story of mine. It was a good story, though, but, but uh, I, I yeah. do like what he was saying, too, that we need to become a venue for other people, and instead of, yeah. you know, well, trying to create a product more be a place like a venue become a venue for people I've to just go noticed to that too cool. just like the, the guests we've been getting I think have been much better you know uh, getting smashed with Robin Slim on Twitter <laughs> yeah man like I, I think Robin we've been Slim. getting like be a better hero. caliber of guests I think doing the comedy sh uh, like open mic things and stuff like that yeah. we'd probably eventually be able to get live shows and stuff eventually at some point which would be awesome too yeah yeah fun to do that's awesome um, yeah, that was a great interview. I guess the next one is going to be uh... Uh, a Whopper. <laughs> a Whopper. A real steaming pile right. of Messiah so, juice, <laughs> juice, whatever the fuck. That's it, guys. We'll be back. We'll be right back. <laughs> to bring it to you cowards then it's gonna be quick all right all you men's up in the jail before suck my dick and
And all them other cats you run with get done with dumb quick. How the fuck I need you that book. Mike's on the dog with some bullshit. That's my life. Where's my There go the gun clip. This is Brother Joe. Oh really? Yeah. Alright. We gotta get him on again too. Yeah. Like His fucking James Taylor singing DMX party up. That would be awesome. Or Opie. Yeah, either one would probably do it eventually. I think Jimmy is more likely to do it than any of the other two, but I slam slim. So watch what you do all you go. Find yourself buried next to someone else. And we all thought you loved yourself. But that couldn't have been the issue. Or maybe they just say that. Go, you ready, buddy? I don't hear anything. Is that a yes? Yeah, we're ready. Robin Slim Show. Hi. Hi, this is uh, Larissa Edwards, right? It is. How are you guys doing? We're pretty good. Nice to talk to you, Larissa. Now, Larissa Edwards, you uh, are the Messiah? Yes, absolutely. What does that mean? That means I'm the most powerful person on the planet. Wow. Like, okay. Um, so so when, at what age did you discover you were this, uh, this Messiah? I was about 40. About forty-one. So when you turned forty-one is when you uh, realized you were the Messiah. Mm. Yeah, I was told. Yes. How did you find that out? Now, no. What's your background growing up? Were you like, were you raised Christian, or were you had? Did you go to church, or? I was basically raised Christian. I didn't go every day um, until I got to be about. I was a teenager. Other than that, I went sporadically. But when I became a teenager, I think is when I started coming into the realization that I need to learn all about God and what this God fellow is. Hmm. Okay, so now who told you you're the Messiah? You said you were told, but by who? By God. By God, of course. Oh, okay. That would be the only person who can deem. So what is your mission then as the Messiah? I'm, I'm kind of lost. What's the Messiah's mission? The Messiah's mission is to bring peace, prosperity, and everlasting life to the average stupid puny human who would otherwise just suffer and die. Without, so without you, uh, the average person wouldn't be able to survive is what you just said? They would suffer and die, age, and suffer and die. But isn't that like um, a lot of people that's happening to even while you are on Earth, there's still a lot of people that seem to be, you know, suffering and... You know, there's a lot of stuff going on right now with, like, ISIS and stuff like that. Absolutely. Um, the U.S. government has decided, you know, not to use my services, which at one time was free of charge. So you, you, you reached out to the U.S. government? Absolutely. How did you reach out to them? You sent them, like, emails? Absolutely. Emails and written letters, of course. I sent the president... Um, certified mail, you know, I know it's come across his facts, and by this time, I'm pretty sure he knows exactly who I am. I make more than enough noise. And he's yeah. ne he's never gotten back to you at all? Not once. 
Okay. Um, before we continue, I just want to let before we continue, I want to let the audience know that uh, you can call in and ask uh, if you're okay with it. Uh, you can ask Larissa Edwards whatever you want. The number is 609-891-8896. Yes, that's correct. You are correct. So, did you guys read the book? Did you? No. Uh, no, I actually didn't get a chance to. I got I through some of it. It was a hard read. A lot of big yeah. words. Yeah, I understand. You're not alone. Don't worry about Onyx. it. Um, God's program is based on number. It's number language. It's not based on words or opinion or English, although it's written in English. So mainly the reason why it's a hard read is because numbers force you to face reality. Because numbers never leave reality, ever. No matter what dimension you're in, you're going to be guided by numbers. If you're smart, okay, if you have any kind of intelligence. Right. So um, the reason not so many people listen to God you know, when Jesus came along and Moses, it's not very attractive because divine order means discipline. And it's discipline that you cannot deny because it's based on math and it's based on numbers. So the average person who gets to live a life, quote unquote, under free will, which is an illusion, by the way. Right. This person gets to live life based on words because words are more comfortable words don't necessarily make you think okay. you don't necessarily have to face facts when you're dealing with words only go ahead okay uh just one second we got a call i'm going to answer that and i'm going to uh see what they want mm-hmm. okay caller you are uh who is this by the way hello who is this Hey guys, this is Frankie Tuesday. <laughs> oh, what's up, Frankie? We're uh, we're, we're on the up? air right. We're on the air right now with the uh, Messiah. Her name is uh, Larissa Edwards. She's the most powerful being alive. Have you been listening, Frankie? <laughs> no, I just got out of jail, guys. So you got who? Jesus on? <laughs> yes, I believe so. Larissa, do you consider yourself to be Jesus? It's, Absolutely it's... not. Jesus is Jesus, and I'm Larissa. Oh, okay. So what happened to Jesus? Nothing happened to Jesus. You know the story of Jesus. He was here. He came and he brought God's word. And, you know, he was well, taking I thought he was from. coming back, bro. Uh, bro. Is he coming back? That's, no, you know, that's it for Jesus. You know, that's it for What's Jesus. What's for you, Jesus? Jesus. Jesus? I am not Jesus. No, I'm not Larissa. Back. All right, Jesus. Are uh, you going to save us? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's my job. That's what I'm here for. All right. Well, uh, the Bible says a man can only be Jesus. Okay. I wouldn't even know if that's true because I never read the Bible. But Uh, I don't think a man can be uh, even a preacher. Wait, only a man? So there's no woman preachers? Is this true, Larissa? I don't don't know. Ah, not sure. Broads? (laughs) <laughs> broads, that's not yeah. a nice word, Frankie. Let's not call them broads. Let's, you know, they're all cunts. No, no, I mean, come on. Uh. All right, so where's Jesus? When Jesus come back, I thought he was going to be on the Yankees. 
taking grand slams every time because Jeter just fucking retired, right? So is is uh, Jesus gonna be on the Yankees? I think you're thinking Jeter, Jeter, not uh, Jesus. Oh yeah, but he retired, so Jesus. <laughs> what? What, what do you think about like a I prom night dumpster baby? Could they be saved? Like, could you bring them back to life? Um, not yet. Why not? I'm not at that advanced yet. Oh, so you're going to through... right now? Uh, listen, I'm like... right now. Now listen now. Shit. There are there is a whole portion of reality that the average stupid puny human does not comprehend. So there's no need to really go there right now. What we need to do right now is we need to stop aging. We need to stop What's dying and rapid. Okay, so... I, I'm talking saying, hold on. Oh, no. <laughs> what the hell is that? Where's... Where did Brad go? The intern, Brad... I, I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know. It's, so, I think he's in like the... All right. I'll go take care of the phone then. Well, hey, you stay on the phone with Larissa. I'll go see what's going on. All right. So where does uh, the devil, Satan, you know, fit into all this? Like, That's a very good question. Satan is a program, basically. You a mean, program vetted in... Humanity only. <laughs> you mean kind of like, like, kind of like in the Matrix, like, like you know, like the, the program world, and they, they hold all the keys and block everyone from. Stop fucking with me, pal. Stop are you guys there? Yeah. There's some chaos. Terrible feedback. Is she still there? Uh, I'm here. Is she still there? All right. Is this, where's my, I got to get back on. Hold on a second. We're having technical difficulties. Okay. Sorry, Larissa. I'm back. We're uh, we're kind of like a, a new thing, and we tried uh, getting some friends to help us out because we can't really afford to pay anybody. And, uh, you know, they're kind of just jerks and yeah, so, okay, where were we? I'm sorry, I had gotten up for a second. I, I lost completely where we were. Talking about where does Satan fit in? Don't where does Satan fit in? That's a good question. And he's a program. <laughs> okay. I want to go to hell Satan is a program embedded in the average puny human. And most people consider free will divine. I, you keep okay? saying the puny free... human. You keep saying puny human. That That sounds like an insult. Like, I feel insulted. That. Oh, I, I'm sorry. That's a, that's a term God gave me. Oh, okay. Um, what puny human is, the average puny human is someone who is hopelessly lost. Right. The average hopelessly lost, excuse me, hopelessly lost citizen doesn't have the brain potential to calculate outside of satanic programming. So in other words, the average puny human holds decreased brain potential, which is why we only use a very small percentage of our brain. We do have the opportunity, however, to use a large or larger percentage of our brain function or capability. But that's cut off from the average person, which is why the average person is hopelessly lost. So it's like when your foreskin gets cut off and you don't have as much feeling, right? 
Sweet. I thought so. Okay. So then when you say puny so, human, you're not referring to the whole human race. You're just... Because I'm like six inches. I don't think that's puny. <laughs> I think oh, that's, that's terrible. Right. No, I'm just kidding. Um, oh. Yes, I am. Slim I am. Yes, I am referring to the average person. Okay. And, and, and please don't take offense to puny human because the first thing you have to do is you have to recognize that you're a puny human. Right. You don't, yeah. hopelessly lost. You don't really know what's going on. You need answers. You like to you like to find out what's going on because everybody wants to qualify for ascension. There's somewhere somewhere to go past here, but you have to qualify to get there. I've but actually to, mm-hmm. my my parents always tell me I'm a retarded human, so I kind of feel like that that fits me more than puny human because that's just what I've been told. Be more funny. No. Okay. Now I, I got a question. Do you? Do you believe in the uh, the reptilian theory, where these reptile these mm. these interdimensional reptiles have uh, basically infiltrated all of uh, humankind? You know, they've they've in- infiltrated all of our leaders, our corporate our corporate uh, guys, our um, yeah, you know, uh, Dick Cheney, I think. Was yeah, like Dick Cheney would be of one of them. One. Yeah, he's been accused of being a reptile. Even Barack Obama at some point's been uh, accused of being one of these reptilians, but Basically, they're all out to, you know, stop us from reaching our full potential because they, you know, they plan on taking over this planet and, uh, uh, you know, harvesting us for their own nefarious purposes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's um, that's really something. I don't know about anything reptilian. If it's human, it's human. The thing about it is there are controlling powers that obviously control our way of life and our human behavior, okay? And we carry ourselves according to the law of our land. And, you know, the average person that can follow the rules is considered normal. And the average person that cannot follow the rules is considered abnormal. This is all human behavior in which we're brainwashed or trained to be American or be Christian or be Muslim or whatever. Okay, understand, human behavior is learned. Human behavior has absolutely nothing to do with instinct. And instinct is missing from the average stupid puny human because the average stupid puny human truly believes that free will is a true option for human behavior, and it is not. Guaranteed. Is somebody there? Hi, hi, do we have another caller? Is there a caller on the line? Yes, Frankie Houston. I think I got cut off before, guys. <laughs> what do you want, Frankie? Uh, I just wanted to have a question. Uh, can, can you hold for a second, Larissa? You got to understand that, or I have to be nice to my fans. He is a fan, so I'm going to let him on for a little bit and ask whatever, and just just, just a quick question, guys. Okay. I'm, I'm not I'm not drinking anymore. What uh, do you guys? How do you prove that you're the Messiah? Oh, that's a very good question, Claire. What's your name now? Frankie. Frankie. Oh, Frankie, thanks for asking. A very intelligent question. Frankie, I am the Messiah because I have a guaranteed 96% program of human behavior that will bring peace, prosperity, and extended oh, lifetime. <laughs> now listen, if anyone oh, has a problem... Jesus is not a woman... <laughs> If anyone has a problem, oh, meeting, I am the Messiah. And they should face the challenge. I have a challenge on the table. Oh, All right. Okay. 
Start right. with a million dollars. It's at least one million dollars, and I can go up to one hundred and ten million dollars. And anyone can feel free to step up and stop and stand up for what you believe in. If you're a, a patriotic American and you feel like democracy is the way to God's future, put up a million dollars and stand up for that. You feel me? If you feel like Christianity is the way to God's future, although it's been around for two thousand years and all we have is war, pain, and suffering, you want to stand up for that. Please do so. It'll cost you at least a million dollars, and let's get this motherfucking party started. Excuse me for my language. That's that's a lot of. I'm tired of being ignored. Right. That is a lot of money, though, to to try to get people to put up. Like, not everybody really has that much money to give you. Somebody has it. Somebody has it. Anybody could stand up for what they believe in. Hell, call the president up. Make him stand up for what he believes in. Right. If he's a reptilian, bring it. Bring your reptilian. (laughs) But if he's oh, red toeing, oh, he's got a fuck with the reptiles. <laughs> They're fucking scary. He's got a whole space fleet. They'll melt like stuff. your insides and shit. <laughs> Did you ever see that volcano god? Right? What's that in uh, what volcano? Tom Cruise. What does he believe? Oh, the uh, Scientology. Scientologist, isn't he? I think he's a Scientologist. Yeah. That's what do you crazy. think? What do you they think can of have some too? They can have some too. Anybody. I don't care who you are. Right. I am the Messiah. And I'm gonna need somebody to prove I am not sitting around complaining about what I'm saying does not defeat me. Did Frankie? And by the way, I cannot be defeated. Mm-hmm. By the way, no. I'd like Frankie to take somebody's defeated. money just for the hell of it because I'm tired of being broke. Oh, I got you. Yeah, we're broke too. Yeah. Uh, I think we have another call. Let's see. Robin Slim Show. Hello. <laughs> It's a really bad connection. I don't know who is this. What? Huh? I don't know, dude. I'm gonna have to hang up. Uh, maybe call back. I don't know. Your your phone's breaking up, buddy. Um, how do I? Uh, you hit the the red on his. Okay. No, 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 no. Uh, six... That's hers. Go red on the other one, right there. That one. No. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Larissa. Yes. Okay. I just want to make sure you're still there. I, I... I'm here. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think that was just a bad cell phone or something. <clears throat> so okay. what, what's your book called again? Divine Order, Book of Peace and Happiness. Volume Zero is the BS Splitter and the Principles of Peace. And where can people find that? Um, on my website, it's the only place you can get it at www.bssplitter.com. That's B is in boy, S is in Sam, S is in Sam, T is in Peter, L is in leg, I is in igloo, T T is in Tom, E is in egg. Robin Slim Show. Um, what? <laughs> Dude, who the fuck is this? We need to get a screening system this... or something. <laughs> Hello, Robin Slim Show. Hi, it's Rachel McIntosh. Oh, hi, Rachel. Yes, um, you're a little early. Uh, we have about uh, 15 more minutes, okay? All right, great. I just wanted to make sure that we were still on. Yes, Definitely. we are. All right, I'll call you back in 15 minutes. Thank okay. you so much. Yep, bye. Bye. Oh, okay. All right, I'm sorry about that, uh, Larissa. So uh, they can only find that that book on your website. You said correct. That is correct. Okay. And or that... you can follow me on Twitter 
and all five books or four volumes. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to ask, if there were any more volumes. Yeah, I have four volumes altogether, so that's five books in English, okay. and they're all on Twitter for free. How, do you don't make and any money off them? No, 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 no. This is, a, this is a job, you know, I do because I'm commissioned to do it. Okay, so... Oh my God. When I work for God's future... Yeah, right. and money is um, not as important as time, okay? Time is something that money cannot purchase. So as long as we work for money only, we will not reciprocate time, okay? We will not receive time um, as a gift. We okay. will only use our money, which will give us wonderful things while we're here. We will age and we will die and we won't be able to take it with us. And That's, it will yeah. not be able to spend our time because, face it, you know, if money could keep us here, lots of people would still be here. Okay? So. Hello. hello. Yes, hello, uh, Robinson Show. Hello. This is Satan. No, so... it's not. <laughs> Satan really? isn't real. Well, uh, okay, who is, who's this? I'm really pissed off because you're saying I'm just a program. Wait, like a computer well, fuck program? Fuck you. Fuck me? I said fuck you. I'll fuck you. I'm going to hell and I'm going to rape you in the asshole, I'm Satan. I'm a giant lizard man. <laughs> fuck you. So he's a lizard man? Yeah. I think that's what he said. I think this song will get rid of Satan, though. Remember this? It's a good song. Yeah. Okay, everything back to normal? What the fuck are you talking about, a program, dude? Who said Satan was a program? Are we talking about the Matrix now? I guess so. I'm so lost. Is anybody there? Hello? <laughs> I'm here. That's good. <laughs> you wanna... I, I don't even know what to fucking say anymore. <laughs> I, I think we're going to wrap this up, Larissa. Um, why don't you let people know where they can find you, and uh, you take care. Dude, you got to stop letting these interns... I, I don't even know what's going on tonight. Guys, man. Okay, um, again, Larissa Edwards, I am the Messiah. You can find out about the challenge and feel free to prove at any time that I am not. Okay. You know, get your people together and, you know, gather your money together. And it would be for a worthwhile cause because we need world peace. I don't have enough friends to gather a million dollars. Oh, hey, are you guys on? What? Who's and this? It's not, you know. I that book. It wasn't even proofread. It was printed in antibiotics. What? <laughs> that, the Marisa book. Is everybody there? What? But I'm here. It's Joey. I think Joey. I read that fucking book. Joey. That book was a piece of fucking shit. What? That fucking book. Did you print that in your basement? I don't think she printed it. Is that even a real fucking publishing printing company? I think she did have a what? published company. I think he's. I don't know. We gotta do something um, about yeah, this. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, anyway, you guys right. have a wonderful oh, night again. Right. www.dsfitters.com or at dsfitters on Twitter and Larissa Edwards on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Thank> you. <laughs> Sorry, we're good. I hung up on that. All right. So LarissaEdwards.com and all that stuff. <laughs> okay, Larissa, you take care.
We gotta get this shit under control. I think I hung up on... Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I think I hung up on her. <laughs> that was a good interview. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about the Satan thing. I, I just... You just didn't know where to go with it? Yeah, like, uh, well, I had a good... I had a Did, good... Could you hear mine? No, I couldn't hear yours. Yeah, I could... The, the, when, the, when I was using it... I tried using it, it didn't go wrong for it. <laughs> but I mean, like, when it goes through the speaker, I think it just, That's, you know, yeah. it gets garbled, you know? That's why I didn't know if you could understand yeah, me when I, I was had, on the phone with I had We have perfect. all these calls. Who the fuck was calling? I don't know. Four missed messages from this Yeah, person. from us. Oh, thank <laughs> you guys. It's all us. I had the perfect, like, thing to say, and then I just lost it because uh, of the fucking, like... That's what I'm trying to tell you to not yeah. do that thing. Yeah. No, I think I hung up on her when I went to go hang up on you. Good. She got some of her plugs in though. Good. <laughs> she needs to make some money. <laughs> well, that was enjoyable. <laughs> that was great. I told you it was gonna be. <laughs> like satanic program, so I say Satan is not a <laughs> know what just happened <laughs> all the good things <laughs> taking a break we're going to talk to a real person in a minute <laughs> we're going to talk to a real person a uh, we should be getting yeah, we should guys, be getting a, a nasty email by sometime want, tomorrow you could, you could, <laughs> Dr. Wiener. Dr. Wiener. that was our best blow up interview I think because we really I held it together I didn't get up and leave and she wasn't gonna, and she didn't hang she up wasn't on us gonna relent. <laughs> yeah Oh yeah, she was, was stubborn. Amazing. <laughs> she was a stubborn fucking mule. I, I did want to say her logic was flawless. <laughs> her logic was flawless. She was good. I gotta get. I gotta give her respect though. She kept her composure for her until <laughs> Joey came. On. Joey, I like that guy. He's <laughs> well. He she might, was yelling. She would start yelling, yelling over you, and then she was yelling. Well, she was yelling over uh, Joey. She was yelling over Frankie. Really? And Frankie How pissed. Get... Frankie pissed her off because she felt like Frankie was trying to say that she wasn't the messiah and she does not like being told that she's not the messiah oh, because she is. Well, she yeah, but only prove it. Jesus can be the messiah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, for Christ's sake. <laughs> well, to quote Peter Griffin, the best part about that book is it becomes a hat. <laughs> Just pull out Opie and start ripping her book up on the air. Oh, you should have did. Drek. Yeah. It was shit. I I was gonna start like reading parts of it, but I'm like, no, I, I just can't. It, it's like it's a nebonics, dude. I, I can't even get past like one or two. The N word is like every other word in the in the beginning. Oh, is it really? Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. I'll, I'll read. I'll read a little part before Rachel calls. It is the first word. You know, the foreword. Uh, blah blah blah. After the third or fourth trip, Miss Thang began tripping. Like clockwork, some guy's phone would ring. Being a typical guy, some guy said, I don't want to hear that female shit. So, I was her shoulder. Keep in mind, I was hopelessly lost. Therefore, at first, I was supportive. Miss Thang would hear shit like, what the fuck is wrong with this nigga? Who, this, <laughs> who the fuck this nigga think he playing with? Bitch, you know this nigga cheating, right? This is fucking. This is the Messiah's book. <laughs> I don't think the Messiah would use that kind of language. I did kind of like uh, to the terrorists, to my overseas friends. Hear me well. You are holding massive time. To whatever the fuck that means. Know this. We will only push you farther away from our father. Know this. Damn it. I'm about tired of y'all niggas, improperly inducing war. 
to the God's future. It's just such shit. You know what I don't such understand shit. too is how how could she have been a Christian and then decide she's the Messiah? Like, uh, isn't the whole Bible telling you like you don't have any special powers and like isn't yeah. there's no more fucking whatever? I, I don't know. I like the beginning. It had all these quotes from all these people. Um, L. Boston in Atlanta, Georgia says this book is life altering. It changed my life. Um, N. Burl. From uh, th this is the director of Mary Kay Cosmetics said this book is indescribable simply because as you read there are so many vivid details and so much truth the, the description of reality and truth are so vividly described I can't stop reading it Ugh. it's riveting shit isn't oh, it oh <laughs> god damn it is I hope you continue to educate and did, write in this field did you we ever... say that we'll call Rachel back do you want to call her I will give her a call Sorry, I mean, your reading was amazing, but I just, it's, but it's uh, 32, so. Where the fuck is Skype? <sighs> I'm just going to call her, um, I have her contact on, um. Oh, is you're not sure which of the five um, numbers? It doesn't look like she's on there. Maybe I'll try to get her number. 404. I don't know. Does that sound right? Because I don't want to call the Messiah. The Messiah. Back. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call. I'll wait. We'll wait a little bit more. If you got to, I would email. I was her. just gonna say I will send her an email. Tell her to call because we're not sure what her number is. Let's see if we got her. Um. Blah blah blah. Here it is. Send your message has been sent. I was gonna say I. I guess start paying attention. I'll start paying attention more. Well, it was in the middle of it, right? Oh, which you called? Yeah. The, it was like part of a group call too, right? I still don't know. I still don't know. And the the thing was. Oh, here oh, we go. Cool. Okay, cool. Yes. Hi, Rachel. Hi, how you doing? Good, how are you? Great. What uh, is the Robin Slim Show, and we're talking to uh, Ra Rachel uh, McIntosh? Yep. Cool, Yep, this cool. is me. <laughs> yeah, no, I just I wanted to double-check your name. I didn't want to say the wrong the Yeah, wrong no, name. it's Rachel L. McIntosh. Okay. my middle name is Lynn, and I didn't want to sound like a country singer yeah, right <laughs> now your book rachel is uh security through ab absurdity yeah and the first book is little yellow stickies and it's a series security through absurdity is a series okay and the first book is little yellow stickies and it's about uh my time it's a fictionalized account otherwise i'll end up in jail um my time in working for a defense contractor Okay. What a, what is a defense contractor? Because I'm not really sure on what that is. Oh, okay. It's just about anything that um, the government might need to buy from the Department of Homeland Security, and the defense contractor makes it. Makes I worked deals. for a company, one of the largest ones. I worked for one of the largest ones, and I was in charge of marketing communications for five of their divisions, hmm. and. Um, one of their divisions was a mercenary branch, 
And one of their divisions made simulators. <clears throat> one of them made drones. Um, so yeah, they, basically it could be anything. One of them, a lot of, the, the company that I started working for just made stuff for submarines. And after 9-11, we quickly sort of morphed into other things. But wow. the mercenary branch was very profitable. Now, how is it dealing with uh, the Department of Homeland Security? Because I've heard from other people in different branches of the military say that, that the Department of Homeland Security is like ghouls. Like, they didn't even want to deal with them whenever they had to. They were just the, the creepiest people. Well, <laughs> it's just, it's just a, giant, it's a giant process when you're working. It's, I was involved, like I said, with marketing communications, which was dealt with commercials on a very weird level commercials you can buy in um magazines you know like there's different trade magazines for the military but then the huh. other part of it is product placement in television shows and the other part of it is huh. the news and getting your story on the news helps affect stock prices wow. and that's a big 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 part of the job the other part the other huge part of the job is proposal presentation and getting that done. And that is a very tedious, tedious process. And um, that's how the government works, through the proposal process. Yeah. So dealing with actual humans is like calling the IRS. You know, you're just dealing with people that are trying to just sit at their desk and answer the questions as it comes up on their screen. You know, it's yeah. not... Um, but to kind of get more to your point, the person that I mostly dealt with was our congressman. He was, at that time, lobbying pretty hardcore for our company, hmm. which <laughs> I've come to find out after, you know, at the time, I was very young. I was in my 20s. At the time, I didn't know that that was pretty illegal. Yeah. And I was helping, yeah. I was helping him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't even know. I, I know what lobbying is. I didn't know that was illegal. I didn't either. Well, no, well, it's the... Congressman himself should be representing the, the people. people that voted for him, yeah, and not necessarily <clears throat> pushing products of private yeah. companies. Wow, that, how did you get your start? Like, because I, I was reading your, I think, bio on your website and it said your first uh, endeavor was uh, entropypress.com. Oh yeah, mm -hmm, yeah. I graduated art school. I went to art school, went to Mass College of Art, and um, when I got out, I'm a painter. And I wanted to show my artwork. And none of you, none of the, the galleries in Boston were taking my work. So I was like, well, what the heck, man? I'm just going to make my own thing. I'm going to wow. start doing something. And I didn't know what. But um, I got a book called HTML for Dummies. And I started making an online space for myself. And I would do my little code. And I'd put it out to the world that, okay, I'm going to do an issue an episode, I called them an episode, an episode about salt. And I just put the word out to everybody around Boston, Cambridge area, and submissions started coming in to me about, about salt. It could have been about table salt, or the very first thing sold on eBay was salt shakers, or um, <laughs> biblical things, or things about arms treaties. And I collaged all of them into a hard copy and the hard copy for the salt issue was a two pound canister of salt like you buy at the grocery store with a wrapper with all that content that people sent me 
collaged on the wrapper, and it was 13 feet long. Wow. I'd wrap it around, and I would leave it at places like Boston's Logan Airport, or I'd leave it on the train, or I'd leave it in the bathroom at the club I was at. <laughs> and that led people to the website. Because, of course, it had the URL on it, entrypress.com. Yeah. Oh, so cool. that was leading people to the website. Of course, you couldn't leave a canister of salt at the airport anymore. <laughs> but that, yeah. started, that started getting traffic from places like Spain. Wow. We oh, would wow. go to the airport just to leave this, the magazines or the, these unique hard copies at the uh, gates at flights that we knew were going off somewhere else. That's awesome. And, um, that would drive the traffic to the website, and we were getting more hits at that point in, what year was that, 1997, 1996. We were getting more hits than The Onion at that point. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah of course, you couldn't do that now. No. So I was doing that online, but I also had, because I was getting all this stuff sent to me all the time, um, I opened up a place called Entropy Place, and that was a 2,000-square-foot gallery. We had a 200... 50-seat black box theater and a digital recording studio hanging off of that. Wow. And Do you still so have that? Got, no, because we got kicked out. Um, I don't know if you're, you guys are in like New Jersey or New York, right? Yeah. But we had um, the highway, Route 95, was that turns into Route 93 to when you get to Boston. Okay. And it was going to be, the, we called it the Big Dig, where they dug underground and put the whole highway under the city. And, wow. um, of course, our building was going to be used for the um, the construction company. <laughs> so we got kicked out with the quickness because the wow. owner of the company said, yeah, well, I'll take this giant <laughs> check from these people that are going to take under these city." So that's how I lost that. And that right around the time that I got uh, the diagnosis of multiple sclerosis, and it was right around the time that I was like, oh, shit, what am I going to do? Because, first off, I didn't know what multiple sclerosis was, and I didn't have health insurance, and it, I ended up getting married to somebody who lived in Connecticut who looked like he had a good job and he had health insurance. <clears throat> I mean, I was in love with him, but I think I was mm. more in love with him because of the situation, you know? Yeah. So I married him, and when I got there to Connecticut, he was like, you got to get a real job. I was like, well, I kind of sort of did have a real job. <laughs> and um, I ended up working at, um, it's called in Hartford, Con- Connecticut, there's a place called Real Artways, and I was their marketing person. And I did that for a while because I was like, well, I know sort of how to draw traffic to a place, Entropy Place. I did that. And, yeah. You know, I did this magazine. So I did that for a little bit, but I was getting paid nothing and i was traveling wow. back and forth and oh. costing me more money you know <laughs> and gas than i was yeah. making so i ended up going to a temp agency and the very first place the temp agency put me was in this defense contractor's office and at this defense contractor's office they were just about to get acquired by this giant conglomerate that i just told you about and the owner of that company he only communicated with post-it notes, which, interestingly enough, never get logged. There was no paper trail to ever <laughs> follow him back to what he was telling the people in the company what to do. Wow. And because I was this temp, my job at the, that point was to march around three times a day and pass out printed out emails <clears throat> because they didn't, they didn't, 
they didn't know that they could just forward emails. <laughs> so they would just, they'd have one person just sit there, collect all these emails that were coming into all these computers on everybody's desks, wow. and then print them out, log them in, and march around and pass them out. And finally, I was why don't you guys use these computers on your desk and forward the emails? Mm. And that got me up to the CEO of the company. And I explained <laughs> to him, you were going to save a lot of money, you know, just the, you know, the paper you'd save and on the wow. printing you'd save. And <laughs> I got so instantly simple. hired. Yeah. And I was made in charge of communications. <laughs> and I was like, what the heck, man? I had an degree. So, and then because of the way that these big conglomerates work, every time they buy a new division, you know, and something else gets acquired, like, a, you know, how it works. Uh, I, because I was the youngest and I was getting paid the least, I mm. just kept spilling <clears throat> into all these other divisions. Wow. And um, that's how I got to see a lot of this stuff that, looking back on it now, I started writing the book, what, three years, two and a half years ago now. Mm. And looking back on it at that point, I was like, wow, I just saw a lot of stuff that is <laughs> it's making the news now. I better start writing a book or something. So <laughs> that's when I started writing the book. Wow. And uh, every the reviews on the book, people are if people like the book, they love the book. Yeah. And if they don't really get it, it's usually because they've never worked in an office or they're not aware of a lot of the stuff that I'm talking about. Mm. Um, and like I say on the back of my book, right on the back cover, <laughs> it's kind of a joke, but it's not. It says, note. Macintosh's lawyers have advised or distressed that Security Through Absurdity is a series of novels, the operative word novel, so that she doesn't go to get thrown in jail. <laughs> Basically, what I did is I took everything and I just changed people's names and I slightly skewed some um, locations. Yeah. Now, you said you have MS? Yeah. Mm -hmm. how, how is it with that? Because is that like, it shuts your nervous system down, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, it's, it's, yeah, it's weird. What it is, and I'm not going to get too, too technical on you, but it's yeah. almost like getting um, a cold sore on your lip, right? right? But it's in your brain. So you oh. get like, and they call it lesions on your brain. And if you have oh. more than one of these, it it looks like multiple lesions, multiple sclerosis. Yeah. And when that shows up on your brain, the electrical impulses can't pass through. But fortunately for us humans, your brain can rewire itself. So usually you're huh. down for the count for a little while, and it could happen to anything on your body or the way you think or anything, but your brain will rewire itself around that little scar. Oh, wow. And, and then you feel better. Huh. I have relapsing remitting, which is what most people get. And luckily for me, I've maintained that, I think because... In the second book, after this first one, the first one is Little Yellow Stickies. The second one is when the character quits her job and she realizes that the medical industry is basically just like the defense contracting place that she left. And <clears throat> in, in real life, I decided not to stick with um, traditional Western medicine. Wow. And I, I do homeopathic medicine and I changed my diet and I take a lot of vitamin supplements and I see a naturopath now and I think that's what's kept me like 
very even, like doing very well. Wow, I, um, I wouldn't even think of that. Like yeah, I, I dad, would think my, that was like rubbish, you know. My boss does. Uh, he he had a lymphoma. And he was doing uh, homeopathic medicine, and it was well. He was doing it alongside like you know traditional treatments, mm. but mm-hmm, it seemed mm-hmm. to be stabbing the cancer off pretty well. Wow, yeah, I wouldn't even consider that. I don't think like I, well, I yeah, don't know. no. Well, what what ended up happening? I got so and it, like I said, I talked about this in the second book. The second book's called Bubbles Will Pop, where everything bad happens to the character, like everything like that. Right. And um, mm. she realizes <clears throat> that her neurologist is basically on the payroll for this these different drugs that he keeps having her try. Yeah. You that... know, and, and she realizes, like, I'm not getting better, and I don't think anybody wants me to get better because this is a cash cow. You yeah. Know, people are just, like, pushing these units. So mm. that's what I thought to myself because it was just, it was ridiculous. My mother was taking care of me, and they were getting ready to get a home health aid. And I was like, "This is retarded." You know, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is not. This doesn't happen to me. There's got to be a different way to deal with. This. That's why I know. I used to work like I, I said before. I used to manage a pharmacy, and I dealt with the um the the doctors' offices a lot, and. That's what they would do. Whatever the drug companies would 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 get them lunch and would drop off their samples for. That's what they were pushing. Like so, it's on every mm-hmm. level with that. Like, it's crazy. Like, just how how that all works. Thank you. Thank you. You'll love the second book. Then <laughs> you'll really appreciate that. <laughs> She's in the office and she notices all this like marketing swag that's yeah. all over the place. There's the calendar, there's the pens, there's yep. wearing a, they, a sun visor, the, a t-shirt they gave her. She Mouse pads. Oh, yeah, there's a sunscreen <laughs> with the logo on it. I'm like, why is there sunscreen? So that <laughs> yep. kind of, that was the tipping point where she's just like, screw it. That's true. But that's when I said, and I have to, I kind of flip back and forth between she said and I said, because <laughs> the main character is me. Yeah. Um, but, the main character in the book is called Jocelyn McLaren, and I'm Rachel McIntosh. So Jocelyn and Rachel are kind of interchangeable. Right. Uh, now I was actually curious because you, you keep saying like you talk about how uh, you don't you have to do this disclaimer thing so that you don't end up in jail. Have you ever been threatened at all because you're writing this stuff? Mm-mm. No. Not yet. No, this is my very first book ever. Ever. I never oh, wanted right. to be a writer or anything, <laughs> and then I got. When I, the third book, well, in that second book where bubbles will pop, where everything bad happens to her, um, she gets involved with politics because she wants to make things right for sure. She gets pregnant, she has these kids, and she wants to make things right in the world with, for the kids. And also, she's got the, the father of the kids is a mercenary from the place she used to work. So there's a lot of wow. fictional stuff that's going on around this mercenary guy right. who really is the father of the children <laughs> but anyhow um <laughs> but anyhow um she discovers a a candidate that she believes in and she wants to get involved with that in the third book she gets elected to go to finally the rnc in tampa in the 2012 which i did and i saw that it was and why it didn't dawn on me before this that it was a completely fictional, made-up, like, theater-type thing. Hmm. And when I should have known this is because when I worked for the defense contractor and I placed news stories, all this stuff was so planned out, how the stories would run, um, the, the B-roll, which is the clips that they would show on the news, were usually created by the people that were pushing a product. 
Um, and so when I got to the RNC, I couldn't believe what a ridiculous, <laughs> it was literally theater. We're watching theater. And I came home and I was so disappointed that I had spent, so, I had believed that politics would fix anything. And that's when I started typing. And when I started typing, I started thinking, well, why did I put so much of myself into this? And it brought me all the way back to working for that defense contractor and why I wanted to fix things. And that it, huh. when I wrote, I ended up writing, a, I mean, it was a mama gawanch of a manuscript, and I gave it to the publishers. And they said, oh, you've given us 4.8 novels. We want you to do a couple things. One, we want you to take out a life insurance policy. Two, we want you to use a, a pen name. And three, we're going to break it down into a trilogy. And I said, okay. I did everything but use a pen name because all my family members have heard me tell these stories before. Right. But hearing that didn't kind of scare you or make you think like twice about doing it? No. No, not at all, because I think a lot of the stuff I talk about in this first book and that um, you know, Little Yellow Stickies is our... I'm touching upon things that probably weren't covered in the news and probably are a bit conflicting to what people might think about certain mm. things, specifically September 11th. Okay. And um, I just did um, an interview with the, lo the local newspaper, the Providence Journal, which is Associated Press, and mm. the man... He seemed like, I, I felt like I watched his brain just sort of kind of snap and when he put some of the stuff together that I was telling him about. And he's like, well, and he literally said to me, that, said this to me. He said, I choose to believe, that's, that's specific. He said, I choose to believe that some men with box cutters did this. Yeah. And, and I was like, okay. I said, I'm not telling you what to believe. I'm just reporting what I saw through this fictional character. And he was wow. like, oh, okay. And I haven't heard from him since. He was supposed to run the story like two weeks ago, and it hasn't run. So I'm going to go and call him back And when I've got my new book in hand and be like, well, I've got the new book out now, and maybe we can focus on the new book if the first book was a little too creepy. Okay. All right, Rachel. We actually have to wrap this up because we have another uh, interview in about five minutes, but it's great talking to you. Why don't you uh, give all your plugs, promote what you got to promote, websites, books, whatever, and then we'll let you go. Okay. Well, thank you for having me in the first place. My website is rachellmcintosh.com. That's R-A-C-H-A-E-L with another L for that win. Macintosh, M-C-I-N-T-O-S-H.com. My book, you can go on Amazon and just type in Little Yellow Stickies, and it comes right up. And you'll see um, a little like magazine that pops up. With if you go to see Little Yellow Stickies, underneath it it's called 28 Pages. It's the three or four chapters about um, the inside the defense contracting office on 9-11, and you can read that. I, every once in a while it's free, sometimes it's not. That got downloaded over 2,000 times on 9-11 of this year. Wow. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so, That's awesome. Uh, and the next book will be out, I hope, <laughs> and within a couple weeks. We're just waiting on the covers. All right, cool, Rachel. Cool. Well, thank you for the interview. Yeah, thank you so much. You take hey, care. Hey, thank you, guys. Have a good night. You, you too. too. Have a good one. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. I'm going to take a quick piss. All right. I'm going to smoke. I guess I'm going to...
put on some music and, and we'll uh, call it break. She was cool, though. She was interesting. She was somebody, yeah, that, somebody who awesome. I would want to have more questions I for. hadn't got into the Ron Paul because I, I know her uh, bio, bio said that she worked with Ron yeah, Paul. Yeah, there are a lot more what, things. There's more stories yeah. there, too, that would oh be nice God. to... I asked uh, Nick. I guess he's her... What's that? Publicist? Whatever. I like, the guy I was in contact with about her, like, I asked him. I just emailed him. All right, we're uh, taking a break, guys. We'll be back. All right, guys, what's up? We are back. We're calling uh, our friend Samantha. Hey, Samantha buddy. Rodman. Yeah, Samantha Rodman. I guess we'll brief it when we get her on the phone. Yeah. I probably should have got some water. What did Slim do wrong? <laughs> Hello? With Dr. Samantha Rodman. <laughs> hey, Samantha. Hey, how are you? Good, how you doing? This is Robin Slim. Good. <laughs> okay, so now we talked to uh, Samantha Robin last week about uh, my uh, issues with relationships and stuff like that, and she agreed to help me make a dating site profile because in the past I've made these things and could not get anybody to reply. So I uh, made a profile and I sent it to Samantha. And uh, so what do you think, Samantha? Where, where do we start? How is it? Is it good? Well, it's... No, I I mean, what's the word below good? <laughs> <laughs> okay, terrible. <laughs> it's not. It's not bad, but yeah. it's not good. I think that there's a lot that could be held that could be changed with it, so that you can uh, get some women to respond. Yeah, I like how we had to put in. I'm a 26 year old man. You just put 26, <laughs> 26 year old. <laughs> 26. Where did I put that? In the details. Wait, wait, let me see it this. It says 26-year-old man. Yo, yo, put this up on screen. I got to see this. I was like. I don't know. That wasn't me, though. It does that. The, uh, the, the, uh, oh, that's, that's the, the website. Yeah. And uh, the drugs, maybe you should do some. It says drugs, no. Oh, you think I should do drugs? Yes. <laughs> drugs make people more interesting. The pictures are a little sweet. <laughs> I like the pictures, Let me right? See the pictures. You want to see my pictures? Yeah. Half asleep with a cat. All right, that's... <laughs> okay, so I don't think the cat one is bad. I think that the cat picture is good. I think that the first picture is blurry. You could get a sharper picture for that. Okay. Let me see. It's got well, half a douchebag well, in it, too. I think too. all your pictures are kind of blurry. The red one looks just like a sweet boy. He looks like 18. You need or... like a, you need like a, a regular, nice picture where you're smiling that's not blurry that doesn't have the cat for one of them <laughs> <laughs> can all my other pictures that's what have I think. can all my pictures first of all you need that that's like the first thing okay. second of all i think that well how many interests do they let you have do they let you have as many as you want yeah bookworm he said <laughs> <laughs> okay so one thing, well, first of all, I mean, you got to definitely clean up the spelling and the grammar because yes. most women, you talk to them, and they definitely want the spelling and the grammar to look right. So okay. it looks like you did it quick and then at night, but you did do it quick. He said he wants yeah, to meet quick. you out for dinner. Yeah, and he did take quick. you out for dinner. Yeah, so, you know, like perspectives is misspelled. Like most of these things are misspelled, but you could go through that and find that stuff yourself. So what I'm going to help you with is the content. So first of all, do the spelling and the grammar. Because okay. women find good grammar and good spelling to be a big turn on because it seems like you know what you're doing. Women want somebody who seems competent, like they, you know, take charge, like they know what they're doing, like a go-getter type of person. So whatever I do, don't let them add me on Facebook. 
because they'll see all my misspellings there. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, look. I mean, you say that you're. It says, "How ambitious are you?" And you say, "Ambitious." So you, you're trying to strike the right chord there. So you wanna you want this profile to look good. You want it to look like you tried hard. Okay. That's why all those things that say not completed, like if they want you to do a needs <laughs> test or chemistry or whatever it is, oh. do it. Like do do all the different parts of it. All right. And. For a first date, like you only have one line, like you can do better. Well, we'll get to that in a second. Let's start from the beginning. So, all right. So, interests. You only have three interests. What are your other interests? Do you do anything like physical? Uh, like sports or no, anything? No, I'm kind of just a loser. I do this. Wow. Uh, I do this podcast and I I read books and uh... chronic masturbator. Okay, good. What what books? What's the last book that you read? Or what's your favorite book? Or what types of books? All kinds of books. I mean, I just recently read uh, John Steinbeck's uh, East of Eden, and I like that a lot. And I also tend to uh, dabble in the comic books here and there because I'm kind of a geek. Um, but all okay, kinds but of books. Okay, that's good. Like... That's like that's super good. There's so many girls who like that. There's girls at Comic Con and all that stuff. You need to put specifics. Mm, People want to yeah. be able to visualize who they're talking to. If they want to write you an email, they don't really have much to go on in terms of mutual interest like you like books i'm sure they like books but you didn't say any specific book east of eden is a great book definitely put that in um put your comic books in if you like the more stuff that you put in that's specific if somebody sees it and they like the same thing then automatically they like have to email you because they think that's fate you know what i mean oh all right i gotcha so you really want to put in as many things as you can so you like books, talks, radio, do you like, like which websites do you follow? Do you read The Onion? I mean, do you, like, mm. what do you Yeah, all do? kinds of things. Like, like I like, uh, more so with, like the talk radio, I listen to like uh, Opie and Jimmy and, you know, Joe Rogan's podcast and stuff like that. Um, as far as like websites, it's pretty much, I have just whatever I do for the show. I have a whole list of websites that I use, like your basic news sites and stuff like that. Reddit, things like that. Great. I mean, I will put in like all specific things. I mean, there's so many Redditors that would like, right. just, you know, want to talk to somebody who's on Reddit. I mean, everything that's specific that can make you like a specific, interesting, unique person is definitely really, really good because then you're getting somebody who's compatible with you. And also if somebody wants to email you, then they already have something to talk about right away. Okay. All right. So I'll fix that. Okay. So that's just in the interest part is I need to be more specific about my interests. Like you're saying, <laughs> For books, put the book names or put the book genres or, you know, yeah, um, stuff like that. For yes. the, the radio, the All talk radio, that. I should name the podcast I listen to and the talk radio I listen to. And then maybe I can add in some, like, there's a couple of TV shows that I really like. I could probably throw those in there. Uh, yes, all of that exactly. Okay. All right. If cool. you actually do all this, it's going to be a much better profile. So, <laughs> so what you're saying is that it looks lazy. It's lazy, right? Uh. It looks. It looks lazy. It does. It looks lazy. It looks like you picked like the first few pictures that were on your phone or something, and then, like you like filled the whole thing in really quick before you went to hang out with your friends. And <laughs> yes, that's basically what exactly what he did. <laughs> well, I was in another exactly. state when I filled it out. So it's it's not friends. gay if it's in another state. Well, no, because I went to visit a couple <laughs> friends and I. Got kind of busted it out real quick when I was hanging busted out with them. So, yeah. Right, exactly. But then, like, what does the woman think that you're going to do, like, you know, in a relationship? Are you going to just be phoning everything in really quick because you're out to dinner with your friends? You know, like, it's, you got to really pay attention. During, women want you to pay attention. That's, like, the number thing about women. Number one thing about women is they want you to pay attention to them and just in general. 
I mean, you've been with women, they're really annoyed when you take out your phone, right? Well, they always have their phones, so it's not They're bad. always annoyed. <laughs> they always got annoyed. something there. Okay, they're always annoyed, <laughs> and within that subset, they're also annoyed when you look at your phone. So women just really want you to pay attention, to be kind of focused. I mean, you've, you've sensed this before, right, when you interact with women, that they want you to be kind of on and focused and present? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what this, they want you to see that in the profile. They want to picture somebody who's putting a lot of effort in, because women like effort. And if you could do effort for the profile, then you could do effort for the relationship. Hmm. But do you think, like, if, yeah. I, if I overdo it, that it might be putting things that aren't completely true to myself and that it might be lying in a way? Like, if I, because I, like, I have a lot of interests that I don't list because they're small interests. Like, they're things I'll do maybe, like, once a month or, you know, every now and then. Like, even, like, the TV shows. I don't watch TV that much, but I have some favorite TV shows, or every now and then I'll I'll watch a TV series, like, once a year. So, like, things like that, you think that's overdoing it. They think they're going to meet this guy that loves their favorite TV show, and it only turned out he watched, like, four episodes of it. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I mean, I think that you, you could even write down, I don't watch much TV, but I like this, this, and this. I mean, gotcha. as much, you can, you can put in as much as you like. Women like guys who don't watch a lot of TV. I mean, that's fine. Nobody wants when you just sits in front of the TV all the time. <clears throat> so I, I think that's actually a positive. Okay. So do you live in a place where not having a car is not a problem? Uh, no one, yes. Uh, it's a problem. It's a problem, but you do have to have a car. Rob doesn't have one either. No. It's just, I did have a car. I had two cars, and they were crappy cars, and I was spending too much money on them. So right now, I'm just working on building credit. And, uh, some to asshole tail ended you. Yeah. So I'm, I'm building credit right now so I can actually finance like a good car. But I haven't driven in a while just because like it is easy for me to get around. Like I'm literally, I live right around... Uh, the corner from a bus, so I could take the bus to work, I could take the bus to Atlantic City if I wanted to, and uh, I have a lot of friends that are willing to drive me around, but I am working right. on getting a car. Okay, so then that would be kind of what you would say if anybody would ask about that, but nobody would probably ask about that. Right. Um, I just was struck by that just because I'm out in the suburbs, and mm. I just didn't know where you guys were. All right, so my name is John, however, all my friends call me Slim, and I'm one half of the Robin Slim Internet Radio Show. Uh, that's Good. Uh, currently, I work regular full-time job as what? What is your regular full-time job? <laughs> I don't like talking about it on the uh, yeah. show, but it's, just a, it's like oh, an, over, right. it's, it's an okay. overnight stocking job. Dead basically. end. Yeah, it's a dead-end overnight stocking job. It's nothing okay, special. Okay, so we do not want to put in too much effort, mm. uh, too much emphasis on that, as right. well as co-hosting the internet show, which we record once a week, and is my main passion in life as of right now. Okay, when I'm not prepping or editing my show, I enjoy reading books. That's exactly where you put in the um, all the specific books. Okay. And occasionally, that oh, was okay. not done. <laughs> Drinking <laughs> craft beer with my friends. Okay, good. Now, that you will also need some emotion in here, like you know, like emotes, like smiley friends. faces and sad faces and stuff like that. No, not <laughs> not emoticons, but LOL. actual emotion. Like uh. I love my friends. I'm really you know friends oriented. My right. friends think I'm a stand up guy. Whatever. Get some get some emotion going. Get something so that they can picture that you're a good guy. Okay. When they want a good guy. Also, I'm a bit of a nerd cat, so we love all things superhero-related. Enjoy playing board games. Again, give examples of all of those things. All right. I joined this site hoping to go out on a few dates and get to know a couple of different people. 
Mm, you'll no. want to get to know a couple of different people. One I would lead with special. the other one. I, I, w- I would just get rid of that whole thing while you join that site. Just get rid of that whole first part and just say, I am a place in my life now where I can confidently say that I'm looking for a girlfriend and hope to eventually meet someone who I have chemistry with. That's good. Okay. But yeah. you don't say anything really about the girl. Is there any place in this profile for you to write mm. about the girl that you want? Long no, hair. but I assume that you can put it in. It, you can probably put it in the about. Like the about section is very large. Like you can add as much as you want. So you can oh. take the about section and kind of you know add whatever. You, like I've seen other people do that. Like if you read some of the girls' profiles on here, here they'll give like a small blurb about themselves and then they'll talk about past relationships and what they're looking for right. and stuff like well, that. Well, I got an oh, example. So... I got an example. Yeah. All right, say I was making like a profile. I said, like, yeah, I'm kind of looking for a girl that can kind of throw down at a metal concert and, like, you know, uh-huh. something like that, like, for yeah. interest. Like, because I, like, I, like I love metal. I like going to metal concerts and whatnot. Right. So that's good. So yeah. you want somebody. So, if, so you want to say that not just somebody that you have chemistry with, because if you're a girl reading that line, yeah, you said that you want a girlfriend, but then you say you just want somebody who you have chemistry with. And you don't actually say anything specific about the girl. So what is the girl going to think you want? Mm. Booty. Right, got it. Yeah. It's just a hookup because you don't have any specific things. If you were really looking for a girlfriend, which I actually think you are, but in, from a girl's mind, if you were looking for a girlfriend, then you would have some specific qualities that you want. You would have some standards. Girls don't feel good if you have, like, no standards and then you date them. They mm. want to know that you had some standards and then they met your standards and that's why you're dating them. Gotcha. Hm. So what do you want in a girl? You want one of, I know what you <laughs> Pete, my, my best you, friend knows what I want, apparently. You want one of those, like, kind of, like, the type of girl you can, like, sit back and, like, watch a good movie with. Yeah. You know, enjoys a good book with you. You know, doesn't... No, somebody I can go deep with on conversations. Yeah, yeah uh, conversation yeah, with. I, I mean... Yeah, I don't want, like, a needy girl. Like, I don't want somebody who's constantly messaging me or feels like I need to constantly message them because I'm not the okay, type so of guy. Okay, so instead of saying what you don't want, then you say you want an independent girl, <laughs> okay. right, who is not a not needy girl because that's going to sound, you know, insulting, but you want an independent girl who, who has her me. own friends but also enjoys hanging out with your friends because they're a big part of your life. Okay. And... A girl who is interested in discussing books, movies, uh, TV, wh- whatever it is that you like talking about. A girl who likes to have deep conversation. Girls love that stuff. I and mean, if that's actually what you want, then you're just kind of shooting yourself in the foot by not saying it. Because okay. girls would love to hear that. I think I want a creative girl, too, or somebody who's, uh, you know, working to, like, a creative project. Because that's kind of like what we do here. So it would be nice to have a similar thing like that. Yeah, so say if it would be great to meet somebody artsy or creative that isn't just your average girl, you know, right. that's somebody with a passion in life, just like I have my passion for my show. Gotcha. Yeah. And you think and even you if, you... now, because what you're saying is it, the, if I go and follow all these things, I'm going to have a very long profile, and you think that a girl is actually going to sit down and read all that? Because I've, I've heard other people say you want to keep it short and simple. If it interests them, I guess. No, a girl should keep it short and simple because you obviously don't want to sit and read all of that. But a girl would probably want to sit and read all of that and divide it up into paragraphs. I mean, don't make it one big blob that it'll look ridiculous. (laughs) Divide it up, you know, and I think that you should especially have one special discrete paragraph just for the girl that you want. I mean, that's definitely not too much. All right. Cool. All right, so I guess... 
well, then we continue then. Yeah. First date on a yeah. <laughs> Let's see what happens, huh? <laughs> What'd you say? At the end, I'm like, let's see where things go, huh? Maybe we'll get laid. <laughs> right. Again, it's kind of given the wrong impression here because those two things together make it seem like it is per possible that you might just want to hook up and yeah, you don't. Right. So you, you know, you don't want a girl to think that you got drunk. You filled this thing out because you wanted to hook up mm -hmm. and then like you spammed a bunch of girls and you know, this is what's left over is your profile. You want a girl <laughs> to think that you sat down sober and focused and wanted to create a nice profile to meet a girlfriend. Right. Gotcha. <laughs> so mm -hmm. on a first date, that thing should be a paragraph. That thing should be at least as long as the about Jonathan section that you have now. I would right. say I would kill a dog to save your life. Like if a dog came, like barking angrily, I, I would kill it to save you. That would be a good thing. <laughs> that actually wouldn't be a bad thing. It's kind of funny, but let's not leave with that thing. So on, okay, so on a first date, give me what you would actually want to do on a first date. Well, if it's ideal a, first date. Because like my thing is, if somebody who like. I never met in person. I need to go out somewhere public where I can kind of gauge who they are and get to know them. And then, so like, that's why I say like dinner would be nice because it's easy to talk to somebody over dinner. And then I guess uh, if the dinner goes well, I would want to maybe um, go, I don't know, maybe, uh, yeah. Spelunking? I'm lost on that. Well, you have <laughs> drinks with dinner. Hopefully talk, talk more to them. Uh, and that's all I would really want. Like, if it's somebody I'm interested in, just keep talking. Well, I know that you really don't care about these kind of things, but again, like, this whole thing is to create something that they can picture that is going to interest them. So, what is your favorite restaurant? Um, Grizzlebees. <laughs> I like chilies. <laughs> I like okay, chilies. So, chilies is good. All right. Could, do you have anything that is a little bit more creative than chilies that you like? Uh, no, <laughs> we don't have what any kind really. Of food do you like? What's what's your favorite kind of food? Uh, buffalo wings. <laughs> okay, great. So, oh, wow. <laughs> so everybody else day, is face problems. So we will go somewhere and eat wings and talk <laughs> and get you know and have a couple of uh, have a drink and talk <laughs> and have dinner and then afterwards we would walk around and. Um, and what? And talk about on books or movies or mm. whatever else. Mm, and right. at the end of the night, we would realize that we made a connection and we would make plans to see each other again. What about the that beach? That would be a good first day. Yeah. You know, is it... I honestly just don't think I'm that interesting of a person. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm, I'm going through I'm, all I'm, this. I'm the, I'm the kind of guy that would like to take take a girl out, like, you know, to, like, you know, for in, something adventurous, like Indian food or, like, Indian Thai food, food or yeah, something like right. that. Something crazy. I, <laughs> I mean, you could say that your ideal first date would be going to something crazy. I mean, what's like the most fun thing you ever did? No, I, I mean, don't know. you've done that type of stuff, dude. <laughs> yeah, I guess I have. Yeah. Uh, what's the most fun thing? I don't, I don't even think there's really. I think I just got to get out more and do more things. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think maybe but I think that you really again the whole point of this is they want to visualize who you are and they want right. specifics and details and then if you have that in your profile then you could like email a whole bunch of women and somebody is going to write back and say oh I like this or that in your profile it's got to okay. happen hmm. alright alright good was that helpful <laughs> yes it was helpful and I will uh, when I get the chance I will sit down for real this time and put as much thought and effort into it as I can, and I will take your advice and make a wonderful dating profile. 
And then uh, wonderful. <laughs> do you have? Do you have a female friend that can vet your pictures? You need to get yeah, the pictures. Yeah, I got a yeah, we need a photo like shoot. Yeah, I could get. I mm. have a couple female friends that could help me out. <laughs> My, I got Good. two sisters. They, they could probably yeah, help you out too. Um, oh, this they're is usually painful. pretty vocal if you look like uh, if you look like shit in your picture. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So, well, I think this was this was a good first attempt. So yeah, I, I think we need a lot uh, more. Your your final draft of your profile. <laughs> okay. So, we, we also got to figure out where we're going to carry this bit. So, I yeah, guess I make a better profile. A divorce and I, will be the end. Do, do I start? <laughs> Should I start emailing girls and then uh, don't get back to you, or, or should I make a better profile and we'll uh, yeah. call you again and go through my better profile to see if it's any better? <laughs> yeah, make make a better profile. We'll go through it and we'll make sure that it's perfect before you start emailing girls with it. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you, Samantha. Thank we... you, Samantha. <laughs> All right. You're welcome. Have a good night. You too. You too. Take Have care. Okay. Bye bye. What did Slim do wrong? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> what did With Slim... Dr. Samantha Rodman. All <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I hadn't heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, cat? Can I get by? All right, guys. Uh, we're taking a break. We'll be back in uh, a couple minutes. Oh, I for completely forgot about that one. Yeah, that's what you kept saying all Let night. Let the girl go. I I don't know. I'm going to try. I'm going to make a better profile, but I just don't think I'm that interesting or have lived that interesting of a life for anybody to really yeah, give a shit about. Yeah, but there's also girls that haven't lived that interesting of a life. Yeah, either, so I guess you even, if you, even if I, you know, take small things that I've done and turn it... Because I always worry about, like, I, you know, I've only gone to, like... Music shows like three times, but I can say that I guess I could be like, oh, I, I go to shows to see Clutch or yeah. stuff like that. I mean, I love going to shows. I'd love to find a girl that can do that. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going on break. We'll come back. Robin Slim Show. Uh, yes, is this Rob? Yes. Yes, honey. Yes, I had been calling, but no one was picking up. Then I said, um, and I called Valerie, and she sent you an email. But then I thought to myself, maybe it was because I was coming up as a block caller. No, no, we were just outside real quick. I'm sorry about that. Okay, honey. Okay. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm good, honey. I'm good. So you you guys are based um, in New Jersey? Yes, yep. we are. Okay, good, good. Well, where are you out of? I'm, I'm in New York, honey. I'm in oh. Cool, cool. Okay, so yeah. we're on the phone with uh, your name's Robin, right? Yes, Robin. Okay, and uh, your big thing is you're trying to free this uh, orca named Luida, which I know a little bit about because I did start watching a documentary on it. But um, okay. so what? Uh, so what is it you're trying to do? You're trying to to get them to let this orca free, right? Because they've had it for like yeah, let her go back home, honey, where she came from. Yeah, right. Let Lolita go, honey. Would she survive in the wild? Would she would she survive though? Because she has you said forty years she was captured. Like, can she go back 
into... Well, the thing of it is, the Orca Network has a retirement plan for her, which includes moving her to a 900-foot bay, and where she'd be, she'll, she would be cared for by humans, and then they would gradually reintroduce her into the wild. And if for some reason she weren't able to survive on her own, they would just keep her in that bay. But a 900-foot oh. bay uh, is much better and more comfortable and more humane than a 35-foot tank, yeah. than where she's staying now. Now, my friend Matt said he watched the um, actual, uh, there's a documentary yeah, on it. Yeah, Blackfish. Yeah, and he pretty, said yes. how their fins yeah, that's actually. Yeah, SeaWorld, yeah. The train is from SeaWorld, yeah. The fins actually um, go limp, kind of. They, like, bend when they're in captivity. Yeah, like, like that whale from Free Willy. Yeah, I, I never saw I that. Yeah. The whale. Huh. yeah, and you know they drug them, honey, so, you know, it's wow. all of that. Oh, Wow. Oh yeah, honey, it's a hot mess. Anything for a dollar, honey. You know how to do it. <laughs> yeah. So now, what uh, okay. Robin? What else do you do besides just uh, trying to get this well for you? Like, what do you do as a profession? Uh, well, as a professional, darling, I'm a writer. I'm also an advice diva. I'm the official advice uh, uh, diva for DNA Magazine in Australia. I'm also That's an cool. actress. I um, uh, recently went into the uh, the off-Broadway show, uh, My Big Gay Italian Wedding, which has been running for 10 years now. Wow. Um, so I'm, yeah, <clears throat> my last performance is November 15th. So, um, you know, in between all of that, honey, I decided to help with Miss Lolita, okay? That's really cool. You got a, you're doing a lot. You got a lot on your plate. That's really neat. Well, honey, you know how it is in New York, honey. You got to yeah. keep your hustle on. It's it's a ninety nine <laughs> balls in the air, honey, and don't drop one because that's that's the end of you. <laughs> did you uh, did you grow up in New York? Oh yes, honey. I would never be able to do that if I you know if I didn't, honey. You you have to be you know coming out your mama's womb knowing how to grind. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I lived up yeah. I lived up in North Jersey uh, most of my you know until I was like eighteen, nineteen, and uh, I'd wanted to get into acting, and uh, it was just. I got stuck moving down to South Jersey, and I just couldn't do it. It was just, you know, too far and all. But I, well, that's yeah, what I wanted too, to do. Well, yeah, South Jersey's too far. I, I come down to Atlantic City, honey, so I know how far that is. Yeah. South Jersey is far. We're right it's by far. there. Yeah. Because yeah. at first you know, when I moved here, I went on some auditions, and it was just too much, you know, the commute and all. <clears> yeah, it's a lot, honey. It's a lot from there. It's a lot. Um, and it's, it, it's hard. It's, and then it becomes more of a grind, you know, that, yeah. that, that two-and-a-half-hour commute. Yeah, and I actually had a same thing. I had an interview uh, for a radio station, and it was going to just be an unpaid internship, and I just, I couldn't afford that commute and all that. So, right, it, right, it was just like right. I couldn't do it. So, now, but did you ever think about moving moving closer to the city? Because I mean, some parts of North Jersey, you can be into Manhattan in twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's where I was. I lived like fifteen, twenty minutes from there. I, I was in uh, Bergen County, and. Um, right. Uh, I still have family members up there, but it's it's just been so long since I've been up there, and uh, I I don't know, you know. <laughs> well, you know, if you have so many, you know, when when did you move to uh, uh, South Jersey? It, it was like ninety five. Okay, so you've been there a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, honey. Yeah, because I mean, the next bet for you, honey, because Philadelphia is closer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Philadelphia is closer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. Now you yeah. said uh, you you said you're an actress. Did you do you just do like the theater productions, or have you been in any films? Well, I have been in some films. Um, I was in the film Bear City, the movie, uh, in Violent Tendencies, starring uh, Mindy Cohen from Facts of Life. She was a little chubby one on oh, Facts okay. of Life. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That was a couple of years ago. Yeah, so mostly independent films. Okay. Yeah. Now, 
Yeah. With all the things you do, what do you enjoy the most? Because you said you're a writer, you're an actress. Like, do you have one thing that you love more than the other things that you do? Um, no, not really. I mean, I just love the creative process. I love not having uh, the grind of a nine-to-five. You know, sometimes it gets a little crazy because you don't know <clears throat> what's coming in and where it's coming from. But, um, you know, I did the corporate uh, thing uh, with the nine-to-five gig, and it's, 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 it's very stressful. And now it's even more mm. stressful. I'm basically the last drop out of everybody. So there's no more nine to five. It's like mm-hmm. nine to uh, twelve or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I hear that. Uh, yeah. I, I got a question. It, it kind of relates to um. It kind of relates to the whale. It, it's kind of like um. It, it's it's actually about just animals in general. One of the um a couple of years ago there was that woman that had that chimp that went like it went, oh, it went ballistic. Yeah. Yeah. And it chewed that woman's yeah. face off. Now, do you think, like, I personally believe that that woman should have been prosecuted for for what happened, not just yeah. for the woman getting her face chewed off, but also for the way they had to put down that chimp for the way that chimp was living, you know what I mean? Because yeah. they're real smart animals, you know? Yes, yes. Well, you know something, the thing of it is, is that people have to understand that when you have animals who are used to living in the wild, they're not used to being domesticated like dogs or cats. And you cannot um, take it upon yourself, especially if you have no veterinarian experience, you have no experience as a, you know, a zoology experience, and you really don't understand. You just think it's cute and think mm. the neighbors will think you hip <laughs> if you have a boa constrictor or a monkey in your house because you know there was a case in florida where this uh guy had a boa constrictor in the, in the damn trailer and he got in the baby's crib and killed his oh, baby. Yeah, yeah. So, wow. yeah you know so people have to be aware of these things these are wild animals and you know they're not dogs and cats who are have been domesticated um so you have to be careful and you have to take responsibility for uh those that you live in close proximity to just in case that little thing jumps out somewhere no, and right. attacks them one because you, you, you I mean, it, it's on you at oh, the yeah. end of the day. Yes, yes. And even the fate of the animal, because they had to, you know, yeah. when an animal attacks or someone kills them, they have to put them down. Well, I mean, because from what I understand, they, they gave that chimp like Xanax and whatnot, and it's known, it's known to cause aggression in human beings. And, you know, being that they're their physiology is almost completely like ours, mm. like, like, a, like that of a human beings, you would think. You know, you would think that would just be a bad idea, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes common sense ain't so common, honey, okay? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, you know, it's all of that. And like I said, you know, some of these animals, I don't, and you have people, I, I have uh, read stories here in New I York like where you had people that had, uh, what did they had, a, there was a guy in the project, living in the project in Harlem, had a tiger. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, really, yeah. You remember that? I mean, yeah. really, honey, a tiger in the project? I mean, get a pit bull, but not a tiger, okay? <laughs> 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 so yeah, we had people. Sometimes they just they just don't use common sense. They really don't. And unfortunately, sometimes people get hurt as a result. So that's the sad part. And then of course, when that happens, they put the animal down. And you know, it's it's sad because it's not really their fault that they yeah. were taken out of the, their environment and, and brought into an environment where they shouldn't have been. But you know, that that's the world we live in. Yeah, yeah. There was a lady down here too, uh, going back maybe like. I don't know, 10, 12 years. Uh, she lived by Great Adventure, and she had her own, I think, tigers or something on her land. And they got out. They got out and, and were, like, oh, yeah. running the streets and all, and that was a big deal, too. 
Well, yes, of course, honey, because tigers get very hungry, okay? <laughs> no, honey, no. What do they do with her? Do they lock her up? What do they do with the animals? They, they took, they, they had taken all the animals. I, I don't know what they, they did with them. Of, one of them they had to kill because it was yeah. too close to a neighborhood. That, that, they just... Yes, that, you can't do that, honey. You can't yeah. do that. It's the same thing with people when they have like 50 cats in the house. Honey, how are you going to take care of all of them yeah. cats? I mean, really. Yeah, we had a neighbor up north, too, that had that. And I remember the cats were always getting out and getting hit by cars because they'd run off and all that. And... Yeah, because they were trying to get away from all that damn drama in the house. It was too much for them, okay? Yeah. You know when a cat runs out the house, honey, it's bad, okay? Because, you know, they can always find a place to crawl up into a corner or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, honey, yeah. So it was bad, honey. Okay. So now, before you uh, discovered, because I, I had uh, read up on you a little bit, and I know that you went to like a film festival, and that's when you saw the PSA for Lolita. Uh, before that, were you always into animals, or was that like the thing that got you into, you know, starting to become like an animal lover and looking into stuff would, like that? Would you know something? I've always loved animals. I had a cat. My mom bought me when I was. Uh, so my sixth grade graduation, and unfortunately she passed away, as they do, and um, it, it, it hurt me so much. I just have not uh, been able to bring myself to get another animal. So I've always loved animals, um, but not to the point where I was very active in in. in giving them a voice because they are voiceless you know i mean yeah. with us as human beings i mean if somebody does us wrong honey we can go you know call somebody and get an attorney or to speak mm-hmm. for us and speak up for ourselves but they don't have that option so um when i saw the psa it was uh it was very moving the other thing too um the the public service announcement uh the music that was playing uh, in the background was Amazing Grace. And I don't know, for some reason, I had this aha moment. It just reminded me of the uh, slave trade, because uh, here you have, again, someone going into someone's home and taking their children and themselves and their family members and selling them for profit. So the story sounded a bit familiar to me. So um, that I had that, that epiphany, and that's when I, that, that I really got um, involved I, th- I thought it was just, uh, you know, it just, just didn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, I, I just think it's a little different, though, than the slave trade. Because you, can't, you can't compare one whale to, you know, the an entire race being enslaved. Oh no, 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 no. But the thing of it is, it's not just one whale, honey. I mean, they've been oh. doing it's a, a lot of animals. They, you know, they do it to animals. Uh, all of these animals that you have in these zoos and all yeah. of these uh, 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 marine parks. That's because Lolita's. If she were the only one, honey, it would be a different story. Yeah, that's but true. She's not the only one, unfortunately. The other thing too that people have to remember, and I remind people of. Um, you know, because people say, oh, you can't compare, you know, the captivity of an animal to the captivity of a human being. But when the African slaves were brought to the shores of America, we were considered less than human. We, yeah. The slaves were branded like they did the horses and the cows and the rest of the cattle. That's so we true. weren't even considered human. Remember, they yeah. still had the three-fifths laws on the books, honey. Don't get me started, okay? <laughs> well, the, the, they did sell themselves, though. You know, the tribes were warring. But, you know, we're not the, you know, white, not, not the white people aren't the only ones to blame, but... You know, the black no, no, people No, 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 you're right, you're right, they too. did, the warring tribes started, because what happened, they started selling each other yeah. and to, the, to, the, to the, the, uh, the Spaniards and the, the Portuguese, the, the, and yeah. then what happened, the, the Portuguese, also. 
Yes. But yes. They, and you're right. They were involved in the trade themselves because they used to, to capture, um, you know, when they would uh, war, uh, you know, have war with the tribes. And yeah. what happened when they start selling those slaves to the Portuguese and the Spaniards, they start thinking, well, hey, why, why are we just waiting for these few? Let's go in there and yank all of them. So, yeah. you know, <clears> they did start it. Um, it, w- it was wrong. And yeah. you're right. They were complicit in it in the beginning. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like, and as I was going to say, too, I, I didn't think Americans were the only ones that used slavery. I thought, 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 thought all other countries uh, did Oh, they too. did. They did. But you know <clears> something? <throat> of course, you had, uh, you had slavery all, all over. I mean, uh, yeah, we still well, have slavery even today. Yeah. And, of course, you had slaves that were brought <clears throat> to the Caribbean, to uh, South America. Oh. But <clears throat> the U.S. Uh, slave system was the most brutal. Um, it was, uh, you know, they bred the slaves like they would breed animals. Um, like I said, they also branded slaves. Uh, in, in, in South America, um, you know, the Spaniards were involved in that slave trade. And when the, uh, Cortez and his drama, he, he, his slave was going through an inflation, they allowed a lot of the African slaves to buy their freedom. And what, what, mm. when they would do that, they would save up money and, and, and purchase their other relatives and, and buy their freedom. They didn't allow that here in America, honey, okay? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, <clears throat> yeah, there was, it was a diff, the, the American system was, a, it was more brutal. That's, a slavery, you know, had a, you had a lot of slavery uh, in a lot of different areas, but the, the system here in um, uh, the U.S. was more brutal. The Romans, they've always, because they're slaves, yeah. from what I understand, <clears throat> like, they didn't care what part of the world the person came from. The Romans would just take anyone as slaves. And yes, honey, yeah. What I, from what I understand, they were actually able to advance themselves from slave to citizenship. You know, if they had performed a great service for their master or, you know, if they had, you know, they, they actually were allowed to make their own money. A lot of that over here was that was restricted. Oh, especially in the South. That's right, because you had a lot of instances where you had um, slave owners who, in their wills, would grant their slaves freedom. You know, if they had favorite slaves or some of their slaves, and they would uh, give them that the attorneys would then hand them their quote-unquote freedom papers and sometimes they could you know be uh you know in a town and someone see them and they tear up the damn papers and it would be nothing they could do about it so it was a very very different system it was a very different system huh yes so glad we moved on from all of that honey and overcame definitely yes 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 but you know the reason i i make those comparisons is to uh hopefully invoke some uh action in folks you know when they see because uh, when they see the the, the parallel though if they can possibly see what I saw when with, with, with Lolita's situation and the slave trade not certainly not to compare it because it, it's a, certainly uh, a very different and brutal system especially here in the U.S. but um, to have someone come into uh, uh, your home, whether you be a chimp or a uh, orca, uh, you know, and and have someone take you uh, take a baby from its mom to sell in a mar- marine park so they can make money off people coming to see it. Um, it's not it's not right. Well, so these these kind of animals, like a lot of the great apes, the the whales, they actually are a little bit more intelligent than say. Your cat, yeah. or your dog, you know. Orcas have a Well, whole... honey, let me tell you something. I think a lot of animals are more intelligent than we give them credit for, because <laughs> i tell you one thing. One of my friends told her, 
Listen, one of my friends' father told her, if you want to know how a man's going to treat you, you give him a dog, okay? And however he treats, listen, and however he treats that dog, that's how he's going to treat you. And the other thing, too, with, with dogs and cats, especially with dogs more so than cats, with dogs, if a dog doesn't like someone, honey, you better watch out. <laughs> yeah. Okay? If a dog does not like a person, you better watch out because they are very intuitive. Their 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 sense, uh, uh, I don't know. It's almost spiritual, if you yeah. will. Yeah. Yeah. There was a case where this um, nanny was mistreating this this infant, and the family didn't know what was going on because all of a sudden the dog was growling at her every time she came in the house. <laughs> well, he hadn't been doing that to anybody before. And they set up a nanny cam and found out she was hitting the baby. So um, I think all animals, mm. I think we, 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 we do them a disservice when we, we don't give them as much credit in terms of their intelligence. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because I've seen dogs pick up on, uh, on, on, on uh, rotten rats honey quicker than a human will, okay? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh yes, honey. Yes, and of course, whales and dolphins—they, they, they, you know, very intelligent. Very yeah, intelligent. definitely. Yeah. Yes. Right. yes. Yes. Robin, we actually got to uh, wrap this up. So, why don't you uh, give whatever you got to promote? Uh, tell your plugs, whatever message you need to get out, and then we'll let you go. Yeah! Darling, yes. Well, listen, anyone who wants to support Lolita's cause and help us get uh, freedom for her, uh, they can actually uh, go to iTunes to uh, download the song, Let Lolita Go. Uh, let's, excuse me, Let the Girl Go Free Lolita for 99 cents. A portion from all sales go to the Orca Network, who has set up her retirement plan. So, uh, you know, <clears throat> go there, support. Um, there's also a big march happening in, in, in Florida uh, on uh, January 17th where we're going to be protesting in front of the Miami Seaquarium. Um, so if anyone wants to join that, they can uh, let us know. You can reach out to me on Twitter at uh, Let the Girl, Let Lolita Go. Okay? All so right. I hope everyone will, will join the fight. And sometimes when you come out of your own uh, bag of tricks and drama and frustration to help someone else and lift them up, it gives you the power to see that you can do the same in your own life. Awesome. Thank you yeah. so much, Robin. Yes, thank you, boys. And You're let welcome. me know when you get down here to New York. We'll do a little cocktail or something. All, All right. right. Sounds good. <laughs> Take care, Robin. All right, honey. Bye-bye. Uh, have a great night. Have a good one. You too, honey. Bye. Okay, she turned us. Awesome. She yes. turned us. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I didn't know how she would be with, you know, just. Uh, she answered your question yeah. very well. Wasn't. Just, yeah. I guess the the fear was that she was going to be too persistent on just yeah. uh, slavery, but she was. I, that's what I didn't know. A very smart woman and just yeah. very. Uh, very cool to talk to them. Yeah. Yeah, we were, for anyone who hasn't figured it out, we were planning on just blowing up that interview, probably doing some Frankie Two Steaks and yeah, stuff like that. But just, she turned us around. Or being Can't, a jerk. Like, yeah, no, she was, she was really nice, really cool. Yep. Wasn't arrogant. She turned out yeah. to be quite a character. Just, yeah. Well spoken. Nope. Not like the Messiah. <laughs> well, the Messiah, I think that I, I, uh, I don't even know what happened there. There was interns and shit. <laughs> it was, yeah. It was just, <laughs> I don't know that Brad, man. I think he, I don't even know where he went. He ran uh, out all angrily. Left, yeah. Just, what happened to Billy? Billy was no, with Billy, us. Oh, Billy, we fired because of the Craig Wiener. Oh, all right. And Brad is a, Brad was a new a one. Brad's a It's like we can't hire friends because they no. all just want to. <laughs> friends with benefits, like Slim would say. They all just yeah, want to. Uh, well, um, we will take a break. And come back and call our good friend Mike, who is at Comic-Con. Uh, 
couple weeks ago, I think now. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's cool. Pete he's Gold really cool. We'll have a lot of fun talking to him. So, guys, we'll be back. Yeah. Stay tuned. Love you. Love you all. All right, what's up, guys? Robin Slim Show. We are back. This We're is going back. to be the last segment of the day. We're calling the dumbest our, uh, guys. The ah. Dumbest guys in the world. <laughs> uh, we're calling our buddy Mike, a uh, good friend of ours, who uh, he just been at Comic Con, and he's also just a really cool guy in general. Yeah. We're probably going to talk a lot of geeky stuff and nerdy things. So if you're not into like geeky nerdy things, you probably should keep listening. Nah. <laughs> good evening, Michael. How you doing? Hey, what's up, gentlemen? Nah, what's up, man? Just chilling, hey, my man. Slim, I wouldn't worry about your dating profile. Just right on there, you got a lot of money and a gigantic penis, and you'll be fine. Slimming <laughs> bitches in seconds. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be your middle name, bitches. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Slim bitches McGillicuddy. What, you've been watching. You've been watching the show, man. Yeah, I've been watching most of the night. Hey, what do you What do you think? Uh, you guys are pretty fucking funny, man. Thank I ain't got. I gotta admit. I found found myself having to watch the fucking stream because you guys you guys are pretty fucking funny. <laughs> cool, man. That's good. Positive. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> what uh, what you you went to Comic Con, right, Mike? Yeah, buddy. I was there mm, almost this Saturday. Will be two weeks. It was the eleventh. Okay. That's cool. Shit, I really wanted to go to that. I, I, I just didn't know when it was. Either. I've always wanted to go to one. I've just never gone around, you know, and the money and the travel and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I don't know. I've that's, always wanted to go. That's totally around. understandable. It, it, usually what happens is the New York one, the tickets will go on sale in June, mm -hmm. and it's always in October. Now it's usually like the second or third weekend of October at the Javits Center. Cool. So, but yeah. uh those tickets, the, the last year, they had like a weird debacle with the tickets, and they they were on sale, and then they weren't on sale, and just lucky to get a ticket last time. So this time I'm coming prepared to get for next year. That's for sure. Now, yeah. did, did do you always dress up for Comic Con, and did you dress up for it this year? Uh, this was the first year I actually I actually did go in costume. I wanted to the first couple of years, and I just never got around to it. But this this year I actually did go in costume. What were you dressed as? Oh, wow! I did a slim. Oh no! Did you spill beer on your laptop? Just a real little bit. Uh oh, we got a situation. Here. Nah, it's all right. You didn't get any on oh, the keyboard, geez. right? The no. Fuck! If you get keyboard's okay. fine. Uh, if there's a spark, you better jump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so this as I went to, I did go to Comic Con in costume this year, and I went. Believe it or not, as uh, Mario, but not oh. regular Mario. I went as the the rendition from the Super Mario Brothers Super Show from the '80s that Captain Albano ah, did. Nice, that was the yeah. best. Pro wrestler guy. <laughs> yeah, that was him. That that show did rock. I fucking, I love <laughs> that. Was that was a great show for the '80s, man. Yeah, that's for sure. I think I watched it every day after school, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Man, Mario's like, he's like the Mickey Mouse of video games. Yeah, you know, like, he really is. Alright, um, what did it say? I, yeah, I lost what I was going to say. So, <laughs> what, what were some of like the interesting uh, things you saw at Comic-Con? What was like your favorite thing at Comic-Con? 
Oh, there's honestly, uh, there's almost way too much to see in one day at this place because what they do is the Javits Center is first off a humongous and fantastic facility. Yeah, and uh, there's just so much there. It's like just unbelievable because everywhere you look, there's something something new to see. I mean, the main show floor is basically humongous, and it's got all sorts of things. This year they had um. The Capcom booth had uh, Capcom had um, a Resident Evil Revelations 2 demo set up. They had like 10 TVs set up where you can, you know, go to play the demo for that game that's coming up. I want to say probably early next year sometime it's coming out. Nice. But, uh, you know, and then they got this Square Enix has got a booth and they get all sorts of stuff you can see and... You know, of course, they, there's lots of lots of vendors there that got you know tons of comics. Of course, there's comics. Yeah, and there's just we went and saw them. They have a they had a, a giant booth that had mostly Lord of the Rings stuff, and they had a giant a, a gigantic head of smog that like you can actually see like the eye open, and uh, it, it was just fantastic. And they oh, had the cool. uh, they had the pale orc set up there as yeah. well. He was. It was. It looked fucking amazing. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you, Mike. Did you uh, ever hear of a guy named Jason Starr? We have him on a couple weeks. He's. Um, it says he writes for uh, DC Comics and uh, Wolverine Max and Punisher Max. No, I. The name sounds familiar, but I. I, I can't place it off the top of my head. But okay. I, I have to check that out. I haven't really. I haven't really read the Max comics. I, oh. Some of them are. I. I I've heard that the Punisher Max comics are pretty insane. Cool. Uh, I can only imagine because when they when they put Max on there, those mm. comics are usually over the top, kind of violent and gruesome. Oh wow! And yeah, the, cool. like they have Deadpool Max, and uh. I know the Punisher Max, and those comics are supposed to be—they're like not for anyone under the age of seventeen type material. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I didn't know. Like, I found him on Twitter like a week or two ago, and he's got like eighteen thousand followers. And you yeah. know, I messaged him. I'm like, I know we're not that big, but would you do an interview? And he's like, definitely. So I'm excited. Oh, that's about awesome. It. Yeah, so man. Question: How were the slave layers this year? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? There was only there was there wasn't that many. You would think there'd be a lot of them, but there was only mm. a couple. And one worth noting. That was about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's great yeah. uh, there was actually uh, there was actually so many Deadpools that they decided to do a conga line around the uh, main show floor right. there was about 15 to 20 of them that were in a conga line and did it around the entire show floor so. that's amazing that was really funny. Did, did you, uh, you spend a lot of money Oh yeah, I I spent more money than I probably should have there. Yeah, that's what I would have did too. Oh yeah, you go there, you go there with a budget, and then you see all the stuff that they have there, and you're just like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm only here once a year. <laughs> so, what did you buy? You buy like a lot of toys, comic books. Uh, I bought, I bought several things. I mean, I the amount of stuff that I bought. Uh, Slim, I wouldn't worry about you trying to say that you're like a nerd. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I just take pictures uh, of my room. I got so much shit in there. I spent Captain America. Spent, right. What's that, Mike? I spent like a hundred dollars just on Blu-rays for one anime. So yeah. Wow. <laughs> what what anime? 
Uh, Kill on Kill, actually. I have no clue it's, what that is. It's pretty recent. It just ended in the in the middle of 2013, so it's a, one of the more newer ones, of like Attack on Titan and Sword, Onli- Sword Art Online. Those are all pretty new ones. I've heard Attack on Titan is really yeah, good. Yeah, I watched a few of that. that. That shit's good. Oh, yeah, a lot of people are telling me to check that out. I started watching that one's really good. I started watching Space Dandy a couple of months ago. Oh, yeah, was, I wanted to check yeah, that out. How is that? It was kind of like a mixture between, like, Cowboy Bebop and Fooly Cooly. It was like the yeah, bastard Yeah, that's what it looked like. Them, so, like, yeah. something, like, a little bizarre that yeah, I would be yeah, fucking was... into, man. Yeah, I haven't watched that one, but I really... Uh, I really kind of want to get into that one. That's another one I want to watch. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, I definitely recommend it. Definitely take yeah. it. I saw it was on Swim, but that's it's on Saturdays. That's one of the nights I work, so I never got get to check it out. Yeah, it's kind of shitty. Eventually, I'll probably get it on DVD if I can. So yeah, no worries. I'll you know I got no problem lending it to people. Yeah. Now you said you bought uh, the series you bought was in Blu-ray. Does anime look better in Blu-ray? Yeah, I always wondered that. Well. It depends. Uh, the answer is no. You just think it's better to buy something that's more expensive. I have been told yes <laughs> by some. I've been told yes by certain well, people. Believe it or not, the Blu-ray wasn't that much more expensive than the DVD. I mean, gotcha. when you're spending fifty dollars on a disc, the five dollar difference is not going to make you know that much more. I'd much rather have a, a newer, more standardized a format. I guess you know. Right. I got you. Szechuan Pepper on Twitter says, "Kill the kill is amazing." You guys should yeah. check that out. Right. Yeah, Kill on Kill is crazy. Uh, it's the same guys who did uh, Gurren Lagann. I don't know how much you, how much anime you guys watch. I, I watch far too much of it. <laughs> I've kind of been out of the loop with it. Yeah. Uh... Since, like, Full Metal Alchemist, I've seen the original. I never got into Brotherhood, but yeah. I, I watched that. And, like I, I said, I've watched a little Attack on Titan. I can say about Full Metal Alchemist, Brotherhood, like, follows the comics closely, yeah. and it's a better storyline. However, the animation is kind of poorer in it. I thought the... the, uh, the, <laughs> the I, I've tried a couple times. I just thought the dialogue and shit it just wasn't as good. Yeah, yeah, the dialogue was very weak the way they did it, but the storyline is actually a lot more... I thought it was better. But like I said, yeah. Yeah. exactly like you said, the dialogue was weak. The yeah, I, I just The soundtrack was terrible. The... The, just the animation was kind of... Sh- mm. I thought they kind of, like, rushed Yeah, them, you know what I mean? That's I've tried watching a few, and I just couldn't knock it into it. I loved the first one. The, I couldn't get the, enough of the, the first one. The kid that played uh, Edward, his voice cracked, so they couldn't use him anymore. It's a different kid, <laughs> yeah, because oh, I know geez. I'm friends with that kid. I'm friends with Aaron Dismuke, who did the original voice of uh, uh, Edward. Or Alphonse, I'm sorry. Alphonse. And, uh, yeah, they, they had to use an entirely different kid. Oh, you know that? <laughs> yeah, that I was way I, I was way in anime for a while. I, I have a lot of the shit, but yeah, that, I could not give Brotherhood a chance. Yeah. I, I I tried. I couldn't give it. I couldn't watch it. Yeah, I, I would highly recommend anybody who who kind of likes anime and kind of wants to get into it. Attack on Titan is probably yeah. the best way to do it. Attack saw... on Titan is just. It's just I I can't wait for the second season of that one. Yeah, to be honest. I, I saw the DVDs at the at, at one of the stores, and and like a week later it was gone, and they never got it back in. I was like, fuck, yeah. I wanted to buy that. I just didn't have the money at the time. Yeah, I hear you. Well, it's a, that one that one's actually really popular, so chances are it'll be making its rounds. Yeah, maybe I'll try that. Amazon too. Yeah, I'm sure. They uh, got that's it. that's one I want to get a hold of as well. Yeah, but uh, I spent. 
Oh, jeez. I spent way too much at Comic-Con. There's just way too much to see there. <laughs> it's, it's insane. The amount, the amount of comics, the amount of video games, movies. I mean, uh, saw so, so Sergeant Slaughter. Wow. Uh, yeah. I saw the Honky Tonk Man. <laughs> yeah. Xena uh, <coughs> was there. Lucy Lawless. Wow. I didn't get to see her. Yeah, to get a picture with her was like $100 or something like that. I'm wow. like, yeah, that's cool, but I'm yeah. not paying $100 to see, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fuck that. Shit. Yeah, it's crazy. There's just way too much stuff there and not enough time to see it all in. And yeah, I, I went on the Saturday because it's it's got you can get four uh, four days. It's there for four days: uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And I, I went on Saturday. And had I known that uh, Carl Urban, you know, you guys who know who Carl Urban is, it sounds uh, familiar. Yeah, I was gonna say reason, I know I I've heard the name, but uh, he he was Dread actually. Okay, yes, Dread. yes, I know okay. who Carl. Yeah, and he was uh, in Red. He was there on. <laughs> Uh, Thursday and Friday, and he was signing autographs and doing pictures. And had I known that he was going to be there only on Friday, I would have thought twice about getting a Friday ticket because Dread was fantastic. Right? Yeah, I haven't seen uh, it. I, oh, I love that movie. Uh, a lot of people won't watch it because the other Judge Dread movie was just got awful and yeah, that was just abysmal. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a shame. It's a shame that that uh, There's a lot of people that would stone you for saying that. Though. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't. I think there's a lot of people that hate that movie. But the uh, the, the new one, Dread, Dread. It's a shame it didn't. I don't yeah. think it did that well. <clears throat> and they were going to make a sequel if it did good, but apparently it didn't do well. So I don't think they're really planning anything else with it. Well, here's the thing with that is uh, myself and my brother are both r real big fans of this new Dread movie, and we've been following it and. Uh, like the day or two before Comic-Con, they had this thing that was called the Day of Dread, and what they wanted people to do was to stream it, buy it, do whatever, you know, just to try and promote it. And it rose to, like, number five or six hmm. on the movie chart for Amazon in the U.S., and it was number one in the U.K. Huh. on that day. So it did, it sold... A ridiculous amount of Blu-rays when it came to essentially cassette, you know, home theaters, whatever you want to call it. Right. So they're actually in the process of trying to get a sequel made for it, which will be fantastic. Hmm. I'm, uh, that's cool. I'm interested in the next uh, Star Trek movie that's coming out. I, I, I yeah. Liked, I liked how they did them. A lot of people didn't like it. They were great. I'm, I'm a fan. Oh, yeah. I'm a fan of the shows, but like. But, like, th these movies were pretty good in their own way. Yeah, fucking dope. You know what You know what I found? Those movies are fantastic. You know, Star Trek and Into Darkness. Those movies are fantastic, but I've noticed that people who are just way too into the TV show don't like these new movies because they're just too action-y, I guess. Yeah, I like the, I like the reboot. I, I love the action. The one, the second one was, like... Uh, I thought I was gonna have a heart attack. Sometimes it was yeah. just one yeah. after another. It was fucking great, man. I, I really <clears> hope <throat> they do the. Uh, I really hope they do the Borg. I've always just wanted to see Captain Kirk <clears throat> fight the Borg. I didn't watch yeah. any other series either. I only watched the original, the original one with Shatner and shit. But I never yeah. watched the other ones, Deep Space Nine or whatever the fuck else it was. That's all. Uh, you're not that's really that's missing much besides the original, the Next Generation, Next and generation. that's about it. See, Those are the only really good ones. I didn't watch Next Generation either. I, I just couldn't get into it. I have no yeah, idea. you know what? It's a lot slower. 
the, it's the next generation is a, is a lot slower it's than the time. other ones, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> and then that dude had that fucking hairband on his eyes. What was that? Oh yeah, Lamar. He was supposed to be like a blind or something. <laughs> the tap dancing the... guy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Jordy LaForge. Uh, he was the uh, reading rainbow guy. Yeah, I was trying to think of what he was fucking on. <laughs> from reading yeah. Rainbow. Yep. I always thought Take War... a look. It's in a book. I always reading thought the rainbow. Guy was cool and it Oh, the guy with the chicken, the rotisserie yeah, chicken, yeah, yeah, yeah. like skeleton on yeah. his head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck was that, bro? <laughs> they got wacky on that show. Yeah, they just oh, the, the... the funny thing about those was. In the original Star Trek series, there was a Klingon, yeah. and it was completely different than what the Klingons look like in the yeah, next generation. Like and they asked guy. them about that, and they're like, <laughs> "You don't want to know." <laughs> Puerto Ricans. That's back then. That's what they thought were like <laughs> the aliens and shit. <laughs> that was like back in like the forties when all you needed to be like, you know, fit on on a movie was just to be tan. Like the guy would have a gut, a beer gut, but he would be tan, so he'd be like the strong guy in the fucking movie and shit. <laughs> That's how they did it, man. It's like Puerto Ricans, they're fucking aliens. Shit. It was actually day. if I went to Comic Con, I'd go as one of the old. The old style Klingons. Puerto Ricans. I think that'd be funny. I'd go as a. Oh, that would be hilarious. There'd be so many people that would hate you, probably. Whatever. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Uh, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, yeah, I wanted to ask Mike one more oh, thing. Oh, I'm was, sorry. Uh, if, do you have like a big toy collection? Collectibles. Uh, Collectibles. I, I collect. Sizable. <laughs> At this point, I would say it's pretty sizable. Yeah. Um I've I was collecting the um the Marvel Universe figures, the little three point yeah. seven five inch figures. Right, yeah, they're pretty cool. I really I like those. They are cool. Yeah. I like the and Marvel then they Legends. I'm doing them too. for the movie yeah. one, movie tie-ins. So I'm not even worried about those. Right. Huh. And uh, I had I was getting some of the uh the Legends figures, which are the bigger ones. Yeah. And those you can't get anymore, and I only really have, like, one series of them. <clears throat> and I tried collecting some of the other ones, but I just said, forget this. There's just way too much it going on. It gets expensive, man. I know. I've oh. oh, yeah. Collected over the so, years. Especially, like, I know Transformers, uh, they love to just make different color ones. Like, they, they call them the repaints. Oh, they yeah. just come yeah. out with the same guys in different colors. And for a while, I was buying every one. I was like, fuck this. I can't do this shit anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Some of the Transformers, especially now, have you seen some of the, like, Master Series Transformers? They're, yeah, like... They're amazing. They're, like... Yeah, oh, my God, they're incredible. I was I wanted to get the Grimlock one, because Grimlock is, like, my favorite Transformer. Yeah. And uh, that was, like, $150, and I'm like, yeah. you got to be kidding me. Yeah. That's like even some of the originals, the Generation 1s, they go for thousands of dollars, man. Dude, you, you need to go to... Level up. I don't know if you've been to Level Up. But no, uh, Thomas. I think Thomas stuff. telling me about that. I yeah, think that's the one he was telling me about. Yeah, Level Up. They got a lot, and they got an original sound wave with all his cassettes and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, man. Holy oh, shit. That's awesome. But those, you know, the original sound wave in um, Japan was actually a working fucking Walkman. It had headphones yeah. and everything. Huh. It's, it's so Hell cool. Yeah. yeah, man. <laughs> oh, those are awesome. I remember all of those. They yep. were just fantastic. They were Who would have guessed that freaking 25 years later they'd be worth this much money? Right? <laughs>
Exactly, <laughs> man. All right, Mike. Just colored pieces of plastic that fold up. Ow! <laughs> Mike, yep. uh, thanks for talking with us. We appreciate it. We're actually going to wrap up the show. Uh, I, I don't know if you have any projects you want to promote or anything. Me, I just want to. Uh, the only thing I am currently very livid about, I guess you could say, is don't let them revoke the net neutrality. Because if they revoke net neutrality, Comcast, Verizon, all of them, they'll be able to do what do and say what they want. Three hundred dollar cell phone bills for nothing. Yeah, I've heard that. Five hundred dollar TV bills. It's insane. Don't let them allow the fucking companies to. Re- uh, revoke net neutrality. That's all I gotta say. We, we might have to have you on another time to explain that because I've tried and I just don't get Is the whole net neutrality that thing. We could like sign or be a part of for that. Uh, I have I I have one, but I don't know where it is. I'd have to dig for it. I have to get back to you guys on that. I definitely would. I definitely would not mind coming back on and uh, promoting that. Okay. Awesome. Dude. All right, Mike. Thanks, uh, All right, for thanks, you. Thank, thanks, guys, for letting me uh, come on here and uh, be part of the show. Thank yeah, you, no brother. Problem, man. <laughs> Take care, buddy. Hey, guys, you, you have a good night. You too, brother. You too. All right, peace. Peace. All right, guys, that's the end of our show. Uh, once again, you can check us out. We're uh, Rob and Slim on Twitter. Uh, we're on Ustream uh, every Wednesday night. This week we started like 5.30, but we're usually going to start around 6.30, to about this time sometimes we'll go later uh usually we shoot to wrap it up by 10 uh follow us on facebook uh check out i put all of my interview clips up or our, our interview clips up on uh, youtube check them out give them some likes you know whatever whatever you guys could do helps uh and what i want to do right now we talked to uh peter Mayhit earlier and he told us he was in a band and Ooh. i found one of his songs so yeah even though it's seven minutes i'm gonna uh play it for you guys and take care. See you next week. See ya. Oh.